You're listening to Life Behind the X's and O's. I'm Julius Graber. And I'm Garrett Eisen. Today we have a special guest with us, uh, Alec Foos, number 22. Thanks for being here, Alex. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, so uh, Alec, you're, uh, first off, I want to get your name pronunciation <laughs> correct because Coach says Alex, and I believe it's Alec. It so. is Alec, yes. It's, it's Alec. There's a C at the end of it. Okay. Uh, Coach Otter struggles with it, but <laughs> he's the boss, so you can't really, can't really correct him. All right, so Alec. So uh, usually we start off our guests with a few of the intro questions, so we would like to know uh, where you're from, uh, the name of your high school, and what your major is. Yeah, so I'm from Bellevue, Ohio. I went to Bellevue High School. Um, that's uh, about 30 minutes south of Cedar Point is what I tell people. It's a small town, so not many people know it. Uh, and my major is financial management. Alex, so when you came here in high school, actually, you, you played quarterback, right? And then you transferred here as wide receiver. Now you, you get a little package where you get to go back at quarterback. Tell us a little bit about that. Do you like that? How is that? Yeah, it's kind of come full circle. So, you know, coming in, they're like, well, you could play quarterback, but we kind of see you as a receiver. And I just wanted to play football at that point. So I was like, okay, I'll make the switch. And then here we are four and a half years later, and it's get to play quarterback again. So yeah, it's been fun. It's been fun kind of a little wrinkle and kind of get back in the glory days, as as people say. But, yeah, so it's it's exciting. So uh, I personally am on the defensive side of the ball and don't know much of your like offensive game plan. But is there a play that you get to pass on? There, there is, there is a play. It's got to be a certain time and situation. But I, I'm not going to elaborate on it too much. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but yeah, there, there is a play for me to throw the ball. Okay. Well, I hope that comes around for you this upcoming game. Um, so moving on to the uh, a little more personal questions. Recently, uh, you proposed to your your longtime girlfriend, JC Berger. Um, so how long have you been planning on doing that? And so I talked to my parents in the summer. It was towards the end of June, and then uh, in July we went and picked out a ring, and and then I was just kind of deciding from there when I wanted to do it, and eventually got tired of waiting. I was going to do it after football, then I just got tired of waiting, and so I just picked a weekend and and just kind of went from there. That's awesome. Really happy for you guys. So uh, JC has a younger brother, Jake Berger. I know him real well, quarterback. What what do you think about Jake? What's your relationship with Jake? I just want to hear this. Oh, I like Jake. Jake's, Jake's, Jake's a good kid. He's funny. Uh, I'm sure you know. He's, he's, he's a character. He's kind of a one-of-a-kind uh, type of personality. But, uh, but, yeah, it's been fun getting closer uh, with him through, you know, JC and everything like that. But, yeah, it's, it's been good. So uh, moving on then, do you ever take Jake out to hunt? I, you're a big hunter. Um, and in, just in particular, uh, can you tell us about uh, the different types of animals that you hunt and I guess what your best day out there has been? Yeah, so uh, Jake wasn't big into hunting, uh, but I have taken him out a couple times. Oh, uh, and uh, he actually shot his first deer, uh, and I was in the, in the woods at the same time. So that was kind of cool, getting to help him you know, do all the process after, after mm-hmm. you shoot a deer. But uh, yeah, I mainly hunt turkey, and I mainly hunt uh, white-tailed deer. And uh, best day in the woods? That's tough. That's tough. Um, I well, something that was really cool for me was uh, actually this last spring. Uh, so my grandfather had passed away, and uh, my dad was saying that uh, the day that he passed, there was a cardinal perched on his windowsill, kind of by his bedside for most of the day, which is is weird, something different. 
Uh, and then this spring when I was hunting, JC was actually with me. She I woke her up and, and she came with me hunting, which not many girls do, which was cool. But, uh, yeah, so that, that whole morning we had a cardinal within like 10 yards of where we were sitting. And then we ended up, uh, I shot a turkey that morning too. So that was really cool. It was really cool for me to, uh, to kind of have that experience. Which one do you prefer, turkey or deer hunting? As to, I probably prefer deer. I think it's deer is a little bit harder. Uh, the challenge is harder, and I get to use a bow. Uh, I like archery hunting for for whitetail, which is it's a it's thrilling. <laughs> that is awesome. Um, so, and then finally, I think that we have time for just a little, one more question here. But um, looking forward, you are just about to graduate here. So, um, tell us about your career plan uh, looking into the future. Yeah, so when I get done here, I'm going to go home and I'll be working right away into the family business. We own two funeral homes, so I'll be working with my dad and my two other brothers that uh, work in the same in the same thing. So we'll just be in the family business and I'll be working away. Very good. Well, thank you so much for being here and uh, doing this interview with us. Um, as always, thank you to everyone that is listening. Um, you've been listening to Life Behind the X's and O's with Julius Graber and Garrett Eisen on Radio Free Hillsdale 1017. Fox on tap. Apple's newly launched Fitness Plus will let you take a walk with a celebrity. An out-of-the-blue announcement from Apple came just a little over a month after launching Fitness Plus, an online fitness app that brings trainers to you via the company's iDevices, Apple TV, and Apple Watch. Time to Walk, says Apple, is a, quote, audio experience in the workout app where guests share inspiring stories as you walk. I think everybody loves to walk. You think good when you walk. I write a lot of songs when I walk. The first four celebrity walks include country music icon Dolly Parton, musician Shawn Mendes, Emmy Award winner Uzo Aduba, and NBA player Draymond Green. I try to go on a walk maybe... Uh, once every couple weeks. The celebrities are walking while they record the episode. They'll talk about life-shaping moments, personal experiences. There'll even be a list of songs played and photos shown on the watch face. New episodes will appear weekly in the fitness app on the watch or iPhone. With Fox on Tech, Brett Larson, Fox News. Hi, I'm Michael, an American Studies major at Hillsdale College. Here is Hillsdale President Dr. Larry Arn on the Constitution and the importance of a proper civics education. The human soul is made to learn, and the highest things of life are the best things to learn. One of these, it turns out, is the way we govern ourselves, and one of the best examples of that is the Constitution of the United States. It explains what our government should look like and how it should function to best protect our rights. It was created to give us the freedom to make choices about the way we wish to live. Unfortunately, most colleges and universities today fail to teach our Constitution. When they do, they often denigrate it. This is dangerous because it is impossible to preserve our liberty if we don't understand where it comes from and how to protect it. Having a proper civics education is essential to preserving our freedom. This Constitution Minute was brought to you by Hillsdale College. Muddy Waters Stadium on the campus of Hillsdale College, where your home Hillsdale Chargers are taking on the visiting ODU Panthers. This is Christian Peck Dimmitt alongside Reagan Genschieski on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. And we have a great one for you today. 
This is uh, the Panthers versus the Chargers in the matchup of four and two in-conference teams. The winner will be taking, if it's the Chargers, the number two spot in the conference. If they lose, they will drop all the way down to number four. Big game in the final home game here in senior day. And what are you expecting, Reagan? I'm expecting to see some good football uh, despite the weather. I mean, we had a beautiful fall day last weekend, and now it seems it's like sleeting. It's absolutely cold or absolutely freezing. We usually have the window open here in the press box. Not today. We will deal with maybe the foggy windows and not being able to see the game so well to to preserve some heat. But uh, it's 37 degrees, Christian just brought to my attention. It looks like it's a 100% chance of snow for the next two hours. So it's going to be interesting to see how the teams throw the ball in those conditions. It is currently kind of a mix of that sleet and hail kind of it's going to make throwing hard, which is big for the Panthers, who are a big throwing team. They average just north of 240 passing yards a game. Of course, that attack led by uh, graduate transfer Evan Ernst, who has been a monster for the Panthers this season. But I think the Chargers are going to look to use weather kind of on their side to neutralize this attack a little bit, make them run the ball more. Yeah, I was talking to Garrett Eisen uh, before the game, and he asked me, you know, how do you adjust when you're throwing? the ball in the outfield and I said well Garrett I, I palm the ball I throw it down a little bit you know there's it, it's hard for an outfielder and he said well I'm just gonna throw the ball harder <laughs> and I said okay Garrett you do that <laughs> let's see how that works so I'm excited maybe he's gonna have a little extra zip on the ball and you know if they if they like to pass the ball so do we absolutely we do and it looks like the Chargers are going to receive Foose back deep along with Jack Robinson and I think that's important for the Chargers to kind of set the tone they did that a whole lot early last week and we saw kind of getting out to a good jump and kind of setting the tone early in this game yeah and it's interesting to see Foose you know back there it's a senior day Jack Robinson we're used to seeing Josh Peroni receiving the ball uh, something I didn't get a chance to talk to Josh about this week, uh, but that is different a little bit for the Charger offense, especially after he did have that return all the way just a few weeks ago. And the kick back deep by Quakenbush, taken by Robinson at the goal line to the 10, cuts it upfield to the 20 where he's met by the Panthers special teamers. The pile's still pushing, but it looks like he's going to be stopped at the 20-yard line, rather, and that is where the Chargers offense is going to set up with their first drive of the game. First play of the game, and you can already tell it's going to be an aggressive one. We saw some hands already just thrown, some pouncing on the pack. Guys, we just started. I know, and I think it's going to be an exciting one. <laughs> I think it's, it's senior day. You've got to bring that type of energy. Chargers wearing blue today, the Panthers in white with black bottoms, and starting from they're going to spot us up at the 20-yard line is the Chargers offense. Eisen under center. He's got two receivers left. Back deep is Robinson. The give to Robinson up the middle. He cuts it up the upfield to the right, and he's going to pick up about three yards. Christian, are you surprised that they ran it on first down? <laughs> Absolutely I'm not. We saw that a whole lot last week, and it seemed like there was maybe one, two drives all game where there wasn't a first down run. And it's interesting because we, we talk a lot about kind of trying to open up this playbook, open up this offense a little bit. And when you're setting them in second, third, and long, that's not easy to do. 
It definitely is. I mean, in these conditions, I can almost understand maybe running the ball a little bit more. But like we said, we, I think we need to throw the ball a little bit to combat ODU's uh, passing game. And there is that patented second down run. Nothing doing at all. Maybe a yard. Looked like Robinson was able to get back to the line of scrimmage, and it's going to be third and five yet again. And so I think they're going to pass it. <laughs> I would I would guess they are, and they are looking to make a little substitution. Tight ends come out, receivers in now. He's got Foose, Boyd, and Williams to his left. Maroney up top to his right. In the gun is Ison from the 32. He's got Robinson in the gun to his right. Checks at the line. Now takes the snap on third and five, drops back. Looks left, now short over the middle. He is hit, and the ball is tapped at the line of scrimmage. The, there is no call to stop the play. Now it does. It looks like it might be ODU ball. The, there is a scrum on the field right now. It looked like an incomplete pass. Thank goodness it was ruled a forward pass. It did look like uh, Ison was preparing to throw that ball when he was absolutely clobbered from behind. He really had no time there, Christian, to throw the ball, which on third and long... That's where I think you need to protect your quarterback the most. You have to have time to let him throw it. and He maybe had half a second, and that's just not enough time, especially for the receivers to get open. Absolutely. Now Jack Shannon back deep to punt. Takes it at the 15 and a long boot. Oh, my goodness. All the way back, backpedaling and catching it at the 18 of the Panthers. Tries to cut it upfield. Great special teams work, and he's going to be down at the 24-yard line. And that was a great punt yet again by Jack Shannon. And it is, it is a little bit tough for someone like Ison. 6-1 at quarterback. Uh, playing quarterback is maybe the only time in your entire life where you're going to be undersized uh, at 6-1. And he's had a lot of balls batted at the line of scrimmage during this season. This six one is pretty tall for a guy, and I, I would say, and to not be able to see over your your line is it's definitely a challenge and something he's going to have to adjust to during this game. Now Ernst gives it to Pitts, who takes it over the right side, and he's going to pick up about two yards out to the Charger twenty seven yard line, Panther twenty seven yard line rather. That's where they're going to set up with a second and eight. A short run over the right early, and this is maybe what we're seeing from the Panthers trying to change up their script a little bit as opposed to, of course, the air attack we're used to seeing. (laughs) Now from the gun is Ernst. Play fakes to Pitts over to the left. There's Hunter who takes a hop step, and he's going to lean over to the 30-yard line, going to set up a third and five. I didn't really even know where they were going with that play, but, I mean, it worked out to get a few yards, and now they're already further than we made it. (laughs) That's not saying a whole lot. A quick three and out for the Chargers offense. Uh, Now the Chargers defense is going to look to force the exact same thing. The music starts here in Frank Muddy Waters, and the Chargers have seven in the box. Ernst in the gun. He's got motion on the right side of the formation. From the gun from the Chargers, 30. Takes the snap, looks right, throws right long to the 40-yard line, and that is a catch and a first down, a 10-yard pass. And on marches the Panthers' offense up to the 40-yard line of the first long pass downfield of the game and the first completion. And that's how you run a third and long play, Christian. (laughs) That's how you run it. He had plenty of time in the pocket. He was able to throw in and pick up not just how many they needed, what, six yards. He picked up more in 10 yards. 
absolutely, and I think throwing past the six is important, of course, as opposed to a screen pass like we saw on second down. Ertz now from the gun, a short slant over the middle, and that's going to pick up 10 yards. He's going to lean forward for the first down. That's DeAndre Clark's second catch of the game, filling in for David Turner, who is out today. Definitely interesting to be down your number one receiver going into this key game. You know, ODU has never finished uh, worse than second in the conference since joining in 2017. So this is this game is critical for them. They will tie for second if they win this game. The Chargers will take second alone because they hold the tiebreaker over Finley and Tiffin. So definitely interesting to be without that star player. Now a pitch to Pitts, who has a couple of blockers ahead of him, and he picks up eight on first down. Getting your playmakers the ball in space like that is tough in the rain, but with pitches like that, that is perfect. Yeah, it's interesting to see ODU kind of mix it up a little bit. We, I think we'd expect those maybe deeper passes, but to work a little maybe laterally is definitely an interesting thing to see from their team. Absolutely, trying to spread this defense left and right a little bit. Now Ernst from the gun, close package, trips on the left side of the formation. The give to Pitts on the left, a draw play, finds a hole and a first down into Chargers territory and inside of the 40-yard line. And that's where you're seeing that weather starting to really trip up the Chargers. I mean, Kendall Tobin was there and ready to make that tackle for a loss, and you see him fall over and then... The Panthers able to pick up an extra few y- yards. Finding your footing isn't something that you should have to worry about on the football <laughs> right. field. And that's why I hate turf. Because I feel <laughs> like your cleats just don't grab. At least if you're on grass and you have metal cleats, you're at least going to grip something a little bit better. Ertz tapped at the line of scrimmage and knocked down on first down. That's going to set up second and 10 from the 38-yard line. Seeing some fist bumps here in the press box, you know, seeing that blocked pass from number 99, Joy Royer Royer and Royer's family, if you're listening. Happy Senior Day. Absolutely. We have quite a few seniors for the Chargers out here today in the last, perhaps the last football game ever for these guys, certainly the last home game. Yeah, because if they do go on to win this game, the Chargers would be looking at a chance to go to the bowl game in Indiana. Pitts finds a little bit of a hole up the middle, picks up about seven yards. Is going to set up a third and three from the Chargers' 30-yard line. Panthers making good movement down the field. It's still 0-0 with nine minutes and 42 seconds remaining in the first. But they're, they're heading into field goal range. Absolutely. Now at the 30-yard line, it is third and three. He's got two receivers to his right, one left. Ernst in the gun. He's got Pitts to his right. The give to Pitts off the left side cuts it upfield. He's going to lean forward. He's going to be right at that stick. We're going right, to wait on the referee's placement. The initial call, the Chargers, of course, think fourth down. The Panthers, not so much. You know, this Charger defense is really going to have to carry the offense today. I know that's something we usually talk about because the ODU defense is something that's been kind of like the rock of this team. And it's going to set up fourth down and one, a full yard short. Ernst under center. He's going to take it himself, pushing. They're going to have to pull men off the pile. Looks like he got it, but he's going to be right on that stick. Again, a great spot from the uh, the referees on third down. Give us a full yard for fourth. And it is a first down. They're now going to be on the 33-yard line, 33 and a half. 8.54 remaining. The score is still 0-0 in Frank Muddy Water Stadium. The Chargers backpedaling a little bit after a good first drive from the Panthers. I really enjoy on fourth down when you're trying to determine if they got it. And every 
person is pointing a different way. And it's like, why should I listen to you? <laughs> I'm going to wait for the rep to tell me what's the play. Just a little bit of bias there. Yes. Tight formation here for the Panthers. Ernst claps, gets the ball, play action. Looks long over the right side into the end zone. There is Wiley for a touchdown. 28 yards to put the Panthers on the board early. 8.31 remaining here in this first quarter and put six on the board for the Panthers. That was Ty Wiley. I don't even think the Chargers saw that play coming. It almost looked like uh, the defenders were didn't even realize the guy was in the end zone. Play action like that, especially with a good running back like Pitts, really mm. freezes those linebackers, and it was just that extra second for Wiley to get a step. Here's Quake and Bush on to add one more snap hold. Good. It is good. And that is, I think, something that is usually taken for granted. But I don't think here in the wind and the snow, just a light flurry of snow coming down right now as the Panthers go up 7-0. Well, I've seen so many missed extra points this year, which I think has been incredible. And when I was in Ashland watching the football team, their kicker missed two extra points, which I instantly was like, that's a sign we're going to win. Of course. That was not a sign that we were going to win. (laughs) But... You know, it is definitely something we take for granted. You should just be able to kick it through there. But when you do have conditions working against you, I will say maybe it was a little windy, but um, Julius Lee could have done it here. So, I, I, you know, he was doing it just fine. So it definitely is something we take for granted. But it will be interesting in these conditions. Is, is it going to change the game? Will that extra point really mean something in the end? Especially with Julian Lee, who has yet to miss either a field goal or an extra point in a Chargers uniform, which is just incredible. Reagan's shaking her head. It really is insane <laughs> it's you know, incredible. how long the streak has lasted. And we don't want to jinx it, so I'm going to knock on wood. <laughs> <laughs> I think I will do the same as Quakenbush lines up to kick off from the 35, both Robinson and Foose back deep, their heels on that four-yard line. The run-up and the ball is going to fall off the tee. I figured it might have happened earlier. There's... There is that weather kind of working for the Chargers a little bit. And I believe it takes two falls for the referee to have someone go and hold it. But I wonder why they don't just do it right now. This wind, I don't think, is going to stop. Hey, Christian, over under uh, 10, how many times do you, like, over under 10, will the ball fall off over uh, 10 times or under 10 times on a kickoff? I'm going to go with over. I'm gonna, over. I think that's okay, easy I'll write over. this down, and I'm going to start to tally. So that's there one. There is a high end over end kick, and landing at the 11, it is going to bounce out of bounds. Great, smart play from Jack Robinson, who lets it go out of bounds. There is laundry on the field, and the Chargers are going to set up at the 35-yard line. Dirty laundry. Dirty laundry. Not just I'm laundry, sorry. Dirty laundry. It is yellow. I think you gotta kind of gotta assume that it's, it's dirty. dirty. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh! Uh, looks like Tesla had a little collision with the referee there, but play keeps moving <laughs> up to the 35-yard line. Uh, sprinting out there is Isaac Tesla, who's lined up to the right of Ison. He's got a jumbo package from the 35. He's under center. Robinson, the deep back. Williams, the lone receiver to his left, lined up at the 35. Eight in the box for the Panthers. Eight minutes, 21 remaining. The Chargers now find themselves down seven. A pitch to the right to Robinson, who is not able to turn the corner, and he is going to lose about three yards. Great play from the Panthers' defense there. 
I could have understood. I'm, I'm thinking about it last week, maybe not throwing the ball as much because Isaac Tesla did come out of the game because of concussion protocol. He's back this week, which is a pretty quick recovery. I mean, concussion symptoms do usually last for a, a week or two. But now that you have Tesla back, I mean, you have a strong, all of your wide receivers out there that are quick and can beat these quarterbacks. Rolling left to Tesla's side is Ice, and he finds Tesla, who makes a great catch. Did he get his feet in? He was leaped real high for that catch and was hit immediately. The referees are going to mark him in up at the 39-yard line. That's a gain of about eight just to make up kind of what they lost on that first down pitch, and it's going to set up our favorite play of the Third game. Long. Third and long, third and six, in fact, which seems to be Garrett's favorite time to pass and <laughs> because it's just about the only time he passes. And he is from the gun. He's got Williams, and it looks like Maroney up to the top. Now in motion is Foos from the top of the screen. Uh, takes the snap, looks right, throws right, incomplete through the hands of Foos over the middle. That would have been right near the first down marker. And on comes Jack Shannon for the second punt of the game. Did see Isaac Tesla come out after that play, just after we were talking about having him back. I, if anything, I hope he maybe was just a little shaken up, maybe got the wind knocked out of him. He was hit pretty hard in midair, which is definitely uh, not a way you want to fall down onto your back. But speaking of punting, Jack Shannon, I just love this kid, and i love to see what he did. I didn't get to comment on it last punt, but that ball, I swear, went 200 feet in the air. And it does again, bouncing at the 25, and a great, oh, tipped by the receiver and falling on it are the Panthers up at the 21-yard line. I thought it was going to be yet another muffed pump by a Chargers opponent. Which it, it happens pretty often because they know they're, they're staring down Jack Shannon. He has to do, so he puts something on the ball. And the other thing is the receivers, they have to backpedal, which... It's like 101. You do not backpedal because you start to trip over your feet. So I'm like, you're backpedaling. The ball's going to bounce. It hits off your chest. There's a lot that's going to go wrong there, and that they can take that. And there's that. snow. And there's snow. The Chargers are hopefully going to get the ball uh, from a mess up on the Panthers. Scariest guy in the league, Jack Shannon. <laughs> he hasn't proved me wrong yet. From the gun is Ernst to give to Pitts over the right side, and he's got a hole. 12 yards out to the 33-yard line, and that was not Pitts. That was actually Travis Whitaker, who seems to kind of split drives a little bit with Pitts, uh, a better receiver out of the backfield than Pitts is, uh, but, of course, not quite as good of a rusher. Yeah, that was quite the run, and, I mean, for a first play, I think that's what the Chargers are always trying to go for, maybe, on our <laughs> first down runs is a breakaway run like that. So we could take notes on the sidelines. Absolutely. Now from the gun again, he has Whitaker to his left. Motion from the right side is Clark. Now the give to Whitaker up the center. Stutter step in the backfield, and he's going to lean forward for about one yard. Going to set up second and nine from the 36-yard line. We've got 6-27 remaining and counting here in this first quarter. The Panthers with the ball up 7-0. I'm watching Julian Lee uh, warm up over here <laughs> down at the Chargers 20. And I think, you know, he's... Maybe trying to get some good mojo going. Like, come on, guys, get me in there so I can maybe do a kickoff, do an extra point. I don't think you would want to settle for a field goal. Not yet. No, I don't think so either, especially in this wind. Motion from Clark again on the left side of the formation. Ernst in the gun. Claps and gets it back at the 30-yard line. Looks left over the middle, and he's got a receiver who's going to lean just short of midfield. And that is yet another first down 
for the Panthers moving this offense and moving the chains. I'm just going to say it. The Chargers secondary looks asleep. And I don't know. Maybe it's the weather. You know, you are always a little bit cold or, or a little bit slower when it's it's quicker but you know ODU also has the same weather I know that's like so like cliche to say but I uh, put some sleeves on and run a little bit quicker <laughs> play action to Whitaker and an incredible catch diving and another first down into Chargers territory to the 39 yard line and the Panthers playing with a little bit of tempo getting right up to that line and this passing attack has really been getting going. We were, weren't sure if we were going to see it early, especially with the snow. Probably put some stick on his hands or like pine tar. I don't know if that's something football players use, but <laughs> I, I would in this weather. It's the only way to make that catch. Now a screen to Clark on the right side, met immediately by the Chargers. He's going to fall forward, maybe back to the line of scrimmage. Second and long now for the Panthers as the Chargers swarm to the right side of that formation. The blue looks good. I would say. I, my favorite uniform, I know that's probably random, but I'm thinking about it. The blue looks good compared. I really don't like the gold that ODU has, so I think it looks just gross on the field. But I love our colors, and, and next year we're actually going to be going all navy, so they will get all new uniforms, and you'll see the Chargers in navy. So this will be actually maybe the last time you see the Charger football team in royal. And those royal uniforms swarm to Whitaker for yet another short gain. It's going to be second and about, or third and about eight now. Or Heather third is and long. Third and long. Uh, that is the Chargers, I think, favorite defense. That's maybe any defense's favorite position to be in as we <laughs> yeah. tick down below four minutes, 15 remaining we say in this first quarter. We say a completely different tone. We're on defense, we're like, third and long. When it's offense, we're like, third uh, and long. Third and long. Just throw it. Find a receiver. We got to <laughs> come on. We know it's coming. Ernst from the gun. He's got two receivers right, one left. Whitaker to his right in the gun. Motion to the left side of the formation. Claps and gets it back to the 45. Drops back, looking, drops it off to Whitaker at the 40. He's going to push ahead to the 45-yard line. He's going to be just short of that first down by a couple of yards. Great tackling by the men in blue. And it's going to short a uh, force a fourth down. They went for it earlier on the, their first drive of the game. Now in their second, the offense seems to be staying on the field yet again. A great spot here. That's going to be a full four yards short here. Uh, That's pretty bold. The Panthers, and yeah. you know, as a Charger fan and maybe as a Charger football player, oh, you think you can get four yards on us on fourth down? Like you really think that it's going to be that easy? I would take offense to that. Play with a little chip <laughs> on your shoulder. Two receivers right, two left, four. Ernst spreading this offense wide. Now Whitaker motion out of the backfield. He's on the slot on the right side of the formation. Ernst takes the snap, looking right, throwing right. He's got a bobbling catch and a first down. Oh, my goodness. That was a big play for DeAndre Clark, the substitute receiver coming in and making his third catch of the day and not a bigger play so far in this game. You're, you have your best receiver out. I think the last thing you want to do as the Charger defense is let the second and third string get comfortable as a wide receiver. Knock him up a little bit. He's just made a great diving catch and then a, a, a kept a ball that was fumbling in his hands to pick up big yards on fourth down. You just can't let that happen. Now from the 25-yard line is Pitts. Gives to Whitaker who stumbles and tries the right side. He picks up five to the 20-yard line. Going to set up second and five. We've got two minutes 19 remaining here in the first quarter. Great tackle by Kyle Kudla. You know, when he threw his hands up, kind of like trying to get people pumped up. And I was talking to Luke Keller a few weeks ago. 
And he said it's great to see guys, you know, get pumped even on the smaller plays. They play with swag. And that's really important because that's infectious. Another player that does that, Jason Gillock. He just has swag. He'll take a guy down and he gets in his face and yells at him. Love to see the Charger defense do that. Absolutely, especially a ball-hawking defense like this one. Motion from Clark again on the right side of the formation to Whitaker right between the tackles and nothing doing for the Panthers. Third down. Third and third and three. What do we call that? Third and third, third and, and little. <laughs> third and no. little. I like that one. Yeah, third yeah. and little. And then I think like third and five is like that's not quite long. That's that's middle. Third and middle. Sure, sure. We'll go with that. This will be our inside joke. Every time I see you, I'll say something like that. I like that. Ernst from the gun on sh- uh, third and little. <laughs> one receiver right, two left. Whitaker in the gun to his right. Claps, gets the snap, now looks left. A throw long to the end zone. A diving, no, drop through his hands. Great coverage there by Mason Dooley in the end zone. It was one-on-one, a jump ball, and James Morgan was not able to come down with it. One oh five remaining, and on comes the kick team here for the Panthers to try to add three more to their lead. They're up 7-0 to zero over the Chargers right now. Uh, Mason really freaks me out because when the ball is thrown near him, he doesn't turn his head. And I'm always like, turn your head. Like, see where the ball is. And I know that Mason plays football better than I do, but I, little, it, it yeah, really yeah. makes me nervous every single time. So that play, too much anxiety there. Here is Quakenbush, a long kick, end over end. That is going to be good. And tack on three more for the Panthers. Ten nothing here. Over the Chargers early. We are just below a minute, 59 seconds remaining here in the first quarter. And the Panthers have come to play. They really have. And time and time out again, I cannot be surprised, unfortunately. The Chargers really don't come out hot in the first quarter. Maybe last week was the first time in a while that they've come out hot. And you know, we're, we're a team that likes to build momentum until the end which is just a little nerve-wracking for the Charger fans. So I don't think they usually like to They don't consider that. Hey, maybe we should come out hot in the first quarter so everybody doesn't have to worry at the fourth. But uh, we're not done yet. You know, we have, a, we have a lot more time to build that momentum. Absolutely. Still very early. And we do have Charger fans now in the stadium, that pink bunny showing out. Everywhere. Even in what has now turned to rain here on this uh, dark kind of Saturday evening, afternoon. I don't know why I said evening. We're pushing 2 o'clock here. It feels evening. It really does. Very dark outside. I had a team bonding yesterday, and I wore a bald eagle onesie, and I was like, ooh, maybe I should wear that and sit in the student section. But instead, I'm here with you. Uh, You could have worn it up in the press box, too. Right. I guess, yeah, you're right. But less people probably would have seen it. It wouldn't have been a special. I'll save it for a volleyball or basketball game. End over end kick by Quakenbush. Again, grabbed by Robinson. Heels at the three, cuts it up, field to the 20, and more great coverage from the Panthers. Tackler stands over Robinson for a moment as he's going to go down short of the 20-yard line. Chargers offense sets up at the 19. More tough field position to start, and they are yet to pick up a first down. And what just happened on that play? I saw Riley Tulsma come 
barrel rolling across <laughs> to to Jack Robinson like he had been like chucked out of a cannon or something. So it's it's just a scrappy game overall. You can tell. I mean, players should not be flailing that like five ten yards in a somersault after a play. Everyone's slip and sliding early yeah. here. Garrett under center from the nineteen fakes the give now throws long over the right side. He's got Mulroney down the right side. Tries to catch, no good. One-on-one, he had to come back for the ball a little bit at the 40. Incomplete, and 45 seconds remaining here in the first quarter. Down 10-0 are the Chargers going to set up for second and 10. Took a shot there on first down. That's what we want to see. Yeah, and that's so refreshing to see, and it's different in the game. It keeps it, like, just interesting. And that's a great pass to to Connor, and I think he was there and maybe a few more steps and maybe a little bit of a longer throw, and you have it. I mean, it was in and out of his hands, and you had that the defender's hands were also there. Now fakes the give. Garrett's going to take it himself over the right sideline, ducking defenders, now throws his shoulder ahead to the 28-yard line. He's going to be just short of that first down by about three yards, setting up third and three here for the Chargers on their own 27-yard line. So he's going to throw it long. Then he's going to rush for seven yards. It's like a brand new quarterback. Absolutely. It's like we're watching Luke Keller out there. Yeah. Uh, a little bit of emanating his uh, starter to start the season. Lots of uh, power options off the right side for him. We see a little bit of that from Garrett now. A good spot for the Chargers, third and two. And they're not going to have to run another play as the first quarter has ended. And on 101.7 FM Radio Free Hillsdale, Reagan Genshiesi and Christian Pagdimit are going to step away. Hi, I'm Michael, an American Studies major at Hillsdale College. Here is Hillsdale President Dr. Larry Arn on the Constitution and the importance of a proper civics education. The human soul is made to learn. And the highest things of life are the best things to learn. One of these, it turns out, is the way we govern ourselves. And one of the best examples of that is the Constitution of the United States. It explains what our government should look like and how it should function to best protect our rights. It was created to give us the freedom to make choices about the way we wish to live. Unfortunately, most colleges and universities today fail to teach our Constitution. When they do, they often denigrate it. This is dangerous because it is impossible to preserve our liberty if we don't understand where it comes from and how to protect it. Having a proper civics education is essential to preserving our freedom. This Constitution Minute was brought to you by Hillsdale College. Back in Frank Muddy Water Stadium, Krishna Peck Dimmit alongside Reagan Genshieski on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7. We've got Foose in at the gun for quarterback to start the second quarter. Hissom in there to his left in the gun. Foose is going to take it himself, spinning and nothing doing. Was that Logan actually in there from the gun? We are used to seeing Foose wearing number 22 out there from the gun, uh, kind of playing a little bit of that wild cat. There on that play it was Logan Van Inkevort, and nothing doing. Going to bring on Jack Shannon for just his third punt of the game. These Panthers uh, drives, they've only had two of them but they have taken just about the entire first quarter off the board, and we are now 14.30 remaining here in the second. But that those that three and out was still a little bit more promising, I think, for the Charger offense. To see Garrett take those big shots downfield, he has the arm for it, and he's proven he can throw the ball. You know, he's a great quarterback right there with his Charger offense. So I think 
to just get more comfortable throwing that ball down the field is definitely going to be able, going to be good for the Charger offense to break it open. I mean, we've talked about it for weeks to kind of open up this offense a little bit, open up the playbook for Garrett because when he has had the chance to kind of just straight drop back and pass, he really has shined. Yeah. So maybe when I say, I mean, it's a brand new quarterback, that's not what I mean because it's been Garrett the whole time. It's been a, it's been a brand new playbook, maybe. Absolutely. Now three receivers, two Ernst's left, one to his right. Pitts back in, and he takes a sweep, and he finds a hole after the 50 to the 45-40, and he's going to be pushed out just short of that 40-yard line by Jackson Gillick, and a great hole on a little draw play. I don't think the uh, Chargers were expecting that, and right over the right side and out of bounds at the 40-yard line. Getting some scores in that uh, a game that's really important for us to watch. Finley versus Tiffin. This is for the GMAC championship. Finley leads 24 to 14 at the half. You know, whoever wins this gets obviously the title. And Chargers having the tiebreaker over each of them. If they win, we'll get the second place spot. Dragged down behind the line for a loss of about three yards is Pitts. A great tackle in the backfield by Nate Chambers, who was actually out to sing the national anthem before the game. <laughs> it's a great voice. Absolutely. Uh, definitely. And he helps, you know, cultivate, you know, the the team Bible study on campus. Great leader for the team, a great football player. So how can you not get hype and want to have the seniors back when he is singing the national anthem, then one minute sacking the quarterback? He's lined up as a down lineman here on second down. Nearly gets to Ernst, tries to get away, and he has a receiver over the middle. Down to the 25-yard line. And yet another good play, and that was great. Ernst nearly went down in the backfield, had a D-tackle grabbing onto his jersey, and was still able to get away, kept his eyes downfield, and had a receiver for about 15 yards. They're going to spot him exactly at the Chargers' 25-yard line. Yet again, this Panthers offense is moving. He was just in and out of the hands of the defense, in and out of the hands of Joe Royer. Then he finds that receiver wide open. It's just like, how do those things happen when we were so close to shutting them down? Pitts a stutter step into the lane, and he's going to pick up exactly five yards where the pile stops and second and five here for the Panthers. Second and middle. <laughs> second and middle. Uh, for the Panthers lining up on the left hash from the 20-yard line. We've got 12-10 remaining. Panthers up 10-0 and looking to add on to their lead, knocking on the door of the red zone. Ernst has two receivers right, one left. He's in the gun with Pitts to his right. The clap, now he gets the ball, gives it to Pitts. Tries the left side, now cuts it upfield, spinning out of a tackle, and he's going to fall forward for a first down. Back-to-back runs of five yards, and now planting on the 15-yard line are those chains and the Panthers' offense. A frustrated clap from Nate Chambers, and then he looks like he comes over and starts yelling. I'm not sure if it was at Zach Herzog. He, too, had a chance at a tackle there for a loss, but... uh, Again, weather came in and out of his hands. You know, maybe that frustration is something that the Charger defense needs to spark him up. These Panthers have come down, come out with a very balanced offense so far. The run game hurting the Chargers as much as the passing is. Ernst from the gun. Again, he's got Pitts in the gun to his right. Showing pressure is the Chargers defense. They're going to... 
bring it. Herzog off the right side, drops it off, and a great sliding tackle from Alex Anschutz. And he's going to have him behind the line of scrimmage, and that is going to be back to the 16-yard line. And that was just a fiery play that the Chargers needed. I mean, Anschutz came flying out of nowhere, and I can see the definition in his muscles from here. He's a big guy. It had to have been a big hit. Uh, maybe that knocks the, the Panthers a little off their groove a little bit. Absolutely, and I think that's what the Chargers need is to knock them off their groove. It looks like they've had a positive play on just about every single one this drive. Ernst from the gun, from the 16 of the Chargers. We've got 10.30 remaining here. Up 10 are the Panthers. Motion from Clark on the right side of the formation. The give to Pitts, cuts it upfield, and taken down in the backfield. There's Nate Chambers yet again, all the way back to the 20 in third, and very long here for the Panthers, all the way back onto the edge of the red zone, falls this Panthers offense. And I can't help but smile because just two plays ago, Nate Chambers was screaming at the defense, and now they're just bringing, clobbering the Panthers' offense for some hefty losses. Lead by example and a Mm. great tackle for loss there from the senior, Nate Chambers. Ernst from the gun. He's got trips on the left side of the formation. Now Clark motion. He's going to stay on that left side. Pitts in the gun to his left. Dropping back is Ernst. A screen over the middle to Pitts. And a great tackle in the backfield. Pumping their fists are the Chargers. And that's going to set down a very long fourth. Don't think they're going to go for it this time. And on comes Quakenbush for a field goal. Looking, that was Zach Erda who makes that tackle. He jumps up and instantly, who's there to give him a high five? Nate Chambers. That's that leader on that defense. And that's a completely different Charger defense in three plays. We're starting to see the tide change a little bit, Christian. From the 18 now, Quaken Bush ready to kick off. This will be a 35-yard field goal from the right hash. Hold good, kick good. Long kick is no good over the left side. And a break there for the Chargers, who all season long this Chargers defense has kind of bend, don't break, bend, don't break. Let them, you know, kind of march all over you. But when it matters, they stand up. And it happened again right there. Not only that, but they get off the field without allowing any points at all. Now going to set up from the 18 is this Chargers offense. This is great. A great momentum shift for the Chargers and something they really need to capitalize off here. You know what I would do, Coach Otter, if you hear me? Throw it long. (laughs) We've only seen about one pass (laughs) past uh, about five yards from the line of scrimmage this whole game. We've got 8.58 remaining here in the second quarter. From the gun, fakes the give. Now a throw over the left side. There's Maroney, who is going to tiptoe inbounds for a gain of five. And I think that's perfect for Garrett. Kind of let him get into a rhythm. Some screen passes, short outs to let him see, you know, the hands and the ball in the hands of the receivers and to let him kind of know he's going to get into a groove. And when he does target downfield, he does start to look for uh, Connor. And so to get those little receptions with him uh, sooner, maybe five, six yards or so, that becomes huge, I think, to gain his confidence to then shoot downfield. Now under the gun, the give to Hissom over the right side. That's Jack Robinson, rather, who's going to gain up three before he's taken down. And this time, third and little instead of third and long. (laughs) For the first time all game, we have a third and short here for the Chargers. And it couldn't come at a better time. We talk about opportunities a lot for this Chargers offense. The defense as well, this is an opportunity to capitalize on a mistake. 
And is this a play where maybe Garrett takes it for himself? He's a big quarterback. He can push through that line. They do have just one yard to gain. In the eye is an offensive lineman. We've seen this a couple times. And it is Garrett taking it himself. He's pushing the pile, still pushing, and it looks like he's got it leaning that whole 6-1 body over the 30-yard line. He's going to get all the way to the 31 in a first down. You heard it here first. I'm in Coach Otter's ear. (laughs) I mean, I I think he could take a couple suggestions. Why not? Why not? We we meet once a week. We go over the playbook. I'm like, okay, here's what we need to do, Coach. (laughs) And it would be great if he was hearing into our headset. I think a couple of Madden plays just take a shot every single one. Well, he has a headset on. There's no one really, like, fact-checking us to make sure that we aren't in his ear. This is true. Garrett now rolling to the right, avoiding pressure, and he finds Moroni. Oh, my goodness, an incomplete pass. He did lose the ball. It was either an incomplete pass or a fumble. The ruling on the field is incomplete, and that's the way it'll stay. Here in Frank Muddy Waters, no review. Uh, Nothing's getting sent to New York, so the call on the field is going to stand second and ten. I mean, to come out and roll to your right and then be able to find Connor down the field was a pretty impressive play. It's unfortunate that it didn't work out for the Chargers. I mean, now you're in second down, second and ten. Absolutely. It is the play. These are the plays that we do like to see from the Chargers <laughs> offense, though. He's yes. got two receivers to his right now. In the gun to his right is Jack Robinson. Motion on the right side of the formation. Now the give to Robinson tries the left side, and he is met in the backfield. This is going to be third and 11. Garrett looks to be a little bit frustrated with that run, looking to the sideline now, and Logan going to check in. Interesting, we haven't seen Tesla since he took that big hit on the first catch of the game. I haven't seen him lined up once. And that definitely hurts your offense not having uh, what seems to be maybe Garrett's favorite target on the field. You know, who does he look for? And it, it seems like he is going to Connor. I would like him to see maybe to try Austin Williams. He's a guy that's quick and consistently beating his defenders. Williams lined up on the right side of the formation. Garrett looks the other way. Left long and short of Moroni. And that is going to set up a fourth down. Garrett looks to be a little mad at himself as Jack Shannon comes on to punt for, I believe, the third, fourth time, rather, of this game. 6.22 remaining here in the half. Chargers down 10-0 and now punting back to the Panthers. Was that possibly a miscommunication, you think, there, that what happened? Because it did look like they were hoping to go to the same area, but that throw was way off. Maloney perhaps, uh, you know, did a little hook instead of a comeback route. Regardless, though, the ball falls incomplete. Jackson and a huge spiraling punt and fair catching at about the 23-yard line. Setting up the Panthers' offense from their own 23. We've got 6-16 remaining. Both teams have all three timeouts, but the Chargers have yet to get on the board. Not only that, they have yet to move the ball just about at all. Picked up their first first down of the game on this past drive. And it looks like it's on the Chargers' defense to step it up here. They've given up 10 points, but they were just a missed field goal from adding three more last drive. You know, for the Chargers to win this game, the defense needs to score. I think that definitely helps out your offense if the defense can get a turnover and then also convert. Absolutely. That's something we saw last game. The Chargers, I believe, forced six turnovers, four of them being interceptions. And it's it's something that is obviously hard to repeat, but something we've seen all season long. 
We're ticking now down below six minutes remaining here in the first half. Up 10-0 are these Panthers. Sitting right at the 25-yard line for second and eight. Ernst from the gun. He's got motion on the right side of the formation. Two receivers right, one left. A little pitch pass to the receiver over the side, and he is going to be... Looked like he hurtled his own man. <laughs> is that legal? Absolutely it is. <laughs> You're like, duh. I don't know, but like... He's like, move. What are you doing on the ground? Well, I tripped because it's raining. I mean, I, I don't think water is supposed to sit on a track or whatever. Turf field. Turf field, but it is. It's like forming in puddles around the track. That's nice. And it's easy to see because we have a blue track. And I feel like it just lights up the water. I'm, like, looking across the field. So I can only imagine what the turf is like. Two receive, Three receivers now right, one left. Burns from the gun, clapping now. He gets the ball. Drops back to pass, avoids pressure, rolling right, passing and finding a receiver for a gain of about four yards on third and five. Looks like he got four. And they've gone for a couple of fourth downs early, but this one is in their own territory, sitting at the mark is going to be the 33-yard line, a full yard short of that first down marker, and on comes the punt squad. See, that this is one I would have gone for <laughs> to help the Chargers. Absolutely. we got to be in their ears, too. Yes. It's Tim Boyd and Foose back deep to receive. They've got their heels at the 25-yard line. Quakenbush. Long, spiraling punt into the hands of Boyd. Makes one man miss. Now trying to find an edge over the right side out to the 25-yard line. Looks to cut it back. Not going to find much. The 28, where he is ganged up on by about three Panthers special teamers. Some cheers in the press box as Boyd makes that first guy miss. He's got quick feet, and I love to see him run. He really does. It looks like he's got a good future in this Chargers offense. Just a couple of near misses for what would have been two or three touchdowns over the last couple of games. That is so true. I mean, they really have so many weapons on the Charger offense. All that's missing is stringing them together in this game. Williams and Maloney to the left of Garrett, who's under center. He's got Logan deep back. The give to Logan hesitates at the line of scrimmage, now falls forward for about one yard. That's going to set up second and nine on yet another first down run. Now, listen, I understand football. Um, huge Steelers fan. My dad, a D1 football official. But some days when the, the running back runs straight into other guys, that is something I just <laughs> never understand. I see those tweets, and it's always like girls who don't under, understand football. But I'm like, no, no, I understand. And some days I, I also, too, get frustrated. Just just run around everyone. Just right. Get a just touchdown. Hurdle someone. And the play is going to be stopped. It looks like a false start. We're going to wait on the call. That would set the Chargers back. It is not what you want, especially for an offense that really needs to get going here. And I think the key, I don't, personally, I would say the key is not to get frustrated as um, a player on the Charger offense because, you know, once you start to get frustrated, then you start to just get annoyed, make chippy hits, maybe not run your route the best. Maybe the better word is get fired up, get angry, because annoyance, I think, can hinder your ability to play as an athlete. Especially when there's so much time left in this game. Oh, yeah. 3.30 remaining here, and yet another stoppage of play. No flags down this time, though. 
going to be second and 13, waiting on the call here. Garrett looking around like, what the heck? I just want to throw the ball. No microphone on. I did watch the microphone check, so I do know that they're working. <laughs> huh. No. So just chaos, from the, all. chaos yeah. from the officials. Thank you. That is excellent. And regardless, it's second and 13 from the 25-yard line of the Chargers. Looking to pitch it over the head of Logan. And pressure in his face. Had to get rid of it. And it's going to set up yet another very long third down. This one behind the sticks, third and 13. I don't even know what to say there. He had an ODU defender. It was almost like he had to throw maybe a little pop-up there to kind of get it over him, and he just overshot him with more of like a line drive. With a defender right in his face, there wasn't really perhaps maybe the best idea to just get rid of it there. Now from the gun, obvious passing situation. He's got Foose and Williams to his left, Maloney to his right, drops back, looks long, pressure in his back, and there is a sack. Garrett's going to go down back at his own 16-yard line. Held the ball just a little bit too long. Nobody opened downfield, and on comes Jack Shannon for yet another punt. And what do you think it is maybe there with the wide receivers not getting open? Because it looked like he was preparing to throw it, you know, looking in all directions, but there was just nobody there for him. Well, that's what you call a coverage sack, where it's just he's been out there so long, you know, he only has so much time for an offensive line that's played pretty solid so far. But a punt, and we love Jack Shannon, so We do love Jack back. Shannon, and there is Wiley catching it at the 35, cuts it upfield to the 40, just short of the 45-yard line. That's where the Panthers' offense, more good field position for them, is going to set up. Just two minutes, 36 remaining here. Panthers still up 10, and this is where the Chargers' defense really needs to hold. They did last drive, but again, nothing doing for this Chargers' offense that has been stalling. I'm waiting for Wiley to make a mistake. He's not the typical returner. I know that sounds harsh, but come on. Can I, I, I feel like I can almost expect it because it always happens to the Chargers, and I'm waiting for him to make a mistake because he's not the typical returner. Get a little nervous. This is true. David Turner... Uh, not only the team's best receiver, but also both punt and kick returner out today. So Wiley filling in not only at receiver, but on special teams as well. Ernst from the gun. He's got trips on the right side, one on the left. Fakes the give to Pitts. Now over the left side, he's got a receiver out at the 45-yard line into Chargers territory right in front of Gillock, and that is going to be a first down. Gillick rips that guy right into the into the charger reserves, I guess I could use the is the word to use. And you know, that's the swag I'm talking about. He kind of almost like snapped him into a little spin, like, okay, I got you out of bounds. I can't hit you because that would be rude. But know that I'm coming for you. This time to give the pits over the right side, met in the backfield. Good tackling. There's Alex Anschutz picking up half the tackle there and a loss of two for this offense. You know who I'm ready to make a, to make a huge play? Kendall Tobin. Had a great week last week. I mean, he was everywhere. And every time the Chargers needed a huge stop, he was there ready to just attack for a loss. And so I'm ready to see Kendall kind of uh, get through to maybe a Panther quarterback and uh, pounce. He did have a sack and a pair of tackles for loss last week. Looking to do that again. Play action now. Ernst over the left side. Intercepted by the Chargers to the 50. 
45-50, cuts back to the 30-yard line, and he's going to be down at the 25. That is exactly what this Chargers offense needed, not only forcing a turnover, but setting them up in plus territory. What an incredible play with 127 remaining in the half, a jump start for these Chargers. And it could have anything been better for Matt Harding on senior day. An interception, possibly his last time, or it is his last time, in Muddy Waters Stadium. That return, that great field position, is what the Chargers offense needs to kickstart them. And I will tell you what, Ernst has been making that throw short over the side on a little out route over and over again, and I think Harding had just had enough, jumped that one there. Garrett from the gun. The give this time to McGee up the middle. Nothing doing there. Picked up about a yard, and that is going to be it. Going to have to throw it, maybe? Going to have to throw it. I think this is where you got to take a little bit of time off. This is an offense, other than that interception that has been burning you all game long, now down to a minute remaining. I think you kind of take down to about 30 seconds and then take your shots to the end zone. I'm sorry, what are these officials doing? That one almost like just ran up and like whispered in Garrett's ear before running away. From the gun, Motion Williams now on the right side of the formation, dropping back to pass is Ice and drops it off to McGee on the 30, cuts it up to the 25, down at the 21. Gain of about five yards, going to set up third and mid. Third and mid. Third and mid. And that's a good little uh, drive there, a good little play to just pick up a good amount of yardage. Doesn't make, quite make it third and long, which we have distinguished as third, uh, six yards or more. <laughs> So, you know, third and mid. Now, it could be third and little, could it, but it's not third and long. Thank goodness. Garrett from the gun now. They are in easy field goal range for Julian Lee on third and three. Rolling left, stopping now short over the middle. He's going to find Williams for a first down. Moroni, rather, who is slides at the 10-yard line. Great pass from Garrett. Started rolling left, saw two defenders in his face, planted his foot and threw about 10 yards downfield for Maroney. If I didn't have 20-20 vision, I'd say that ball bounced, but it didn't. <laughs> if I didn't have charger vision, I'd say it <laughs> bounced. Down below 30 seconds now. Lining up at the 10, rolling right this time as Garrett looking to the end zone. Stops, throws over to the middle to Maloney, who's going to fall into the end zone. That is a house call for Connor Maloney. 19 seconds remaining and book it for six points. Chargers finally on the board. I think Garrett just found his new favorite target. (laughs) Back-to-back catches for Connor Maloney, who has jump-started this Chargers offense just when they needed it most. They were going into the locker room, looking to be down 10, about frozen in sand in this offense, and instead now, Lee on to add one more. And he was throwing on the run there, if I'm not mistaken, right, Christian? The whole thing's a blur, almost like... (laughs) get so nervous when they're about to score snap hold and kick good up to seven points now are the chargers down by just three 19 seconds remaining here in the first half and can't say it enough times that was perfect execution by the chargers yeah i mean absolutely perfect and i think they caught the panthers offense off guard or defense off guard because they ran those plays almost bang bang i mean that official tried to maybe break up their groove a little bit when he (laughs) went over and whispered in garrett's ear but it was just perfectly executed and you could tell maybe they took that frustration and channeled it into a little bit of their chip on their shoulder absolutely and it took an interception and setting up on their own 25 or on the panthers 25 yard line to open up the playbook let garrett roll out make a couple of plays on his own 
But that is what finally happened. And, of course, it results in a touchdown. Lee now lining up at the 35-yard line. Uh, I took the over on 10 fall-offs so far. There haven't been any because there just haven't been enough scores. I'm going to blame it on that. And, and I want you to know that I guess because you took the over, I took the under. Of course, so of course. Was that I just am assumed? To win. Yeah, I think it was assumed. And I, But it would be nice if it fell off just to make this game a little bit more interesting for you and I. We're of playing course, a game within course. a game. Lining up at the 30. Puts his hand up now, ready to run. Ball's not going to fall off the tee. Lee, an end-over-end, short, high kick, caught at the 32-yard line. And he's going to just fair catch it as a special teamer. And with just 19 seconds remaining, you wonder if they're just going to knee it out. That'd be nice. Don't try to score, Panthers. (laughs) You know, I... We enjoy this momentum. As long as as we're in their ear, just give us the ball. but (laughs) Pass it off (laughs) to us. Could you imagine if that happened? I feel like that would be like a. I could never. That couldn't. It would make ESPN though, because it would be like. But it would be like. It would be like a gesture, like a kindness gesture. Give to Whitaker over the left side. He's got a hole. Makes a man miss to the 40, 45, 50. He's still running down to the 40 yard line where he goes out of bounds. 10 seconds remaining. And now the Panthers have some time left to do something. I was holding my breath there. It's like I almost spoke too soon. And I looked down the field and thank goodness Alex Anschutz was there to knock him out of bounds. But are you serious? I thought it was like an understand, an understood rule, like 19 seconds, uh, let's just take a knee and head into the locker room. But no, the Panthers, they want to score here. Lining up at their own 40, or at the Chargers 42-yard line. The give to Whitaker again, tries the left side, cuts it upfield to the 39-yard line. Five seconds remaining. They're going to let it tick out. The, Ernst is real mad. This whole offense is the really mad at their sideline right now. They could have scored on us, but And the Chargers are like, are already, every single member of the team is heading into the locker room because they're like, let's get off before they can try to get a chance to convince the refs to let them go for it. Offense throwing up their hands at the sideline. Ten seconds remaining in the Chargers' 40, and they just run the clock out instead of taking a play. They had all three timeouts remaining. Regardless, though, we do enter halftime here on Senior Day in Frank Muddy Water Stadium. Your home Chargers down three after a late score, 7-10. to 10 to the ODU Panthers. And this is Christian Peck-Dimmon alongside Reagan Genshieski on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7. We are going to step away for halftime. We'll see you in the third quarter. We are back in Frank Muddy Waters Stadium where your home Hillsdale Chargers are down 7-3 to the visiting Ohio Dominican Panthers. This is Christian Peck-Dimmon alongside Reagan Genshieski here on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. And the Panthers, it's honestly a wonder they haven't, uh, you know, they're not up more. Uh, Evan Ernst has only three incompletions all game. One of them, however, a crucial interception to end the half that put the Chargers on their own 25-yard, on the Panthers' 25-yard line and allowed a quick score from Garrett Eisen to make the score 7-3. Gar- or, uh, Reagan, what are you looking for here in the second half? Did you uh, just mistake me for Garrett? The, you, both, <laughs> you both have long hair. <laughs> I'm gonna have to tell him that. Both around six one. <laughs> I'm five eight, but um, <laughs> what do the Chargers have to do? Well, I think we talked about the defense. You know, is gonna have to turn the ball over and give the Chargers more opportunities 
with the ball. And that's key. You know, we saw Nate Chambers get in his defense face and start to yell. And that definitely helped them then have three great stops. And so if they can really generate the momentum, I think we're going to see more of those quick passes and those completions from Garrett and the offense. Absolutely. And we saw against Kentucky Wesleyan last week in a Chargers win 31-12. to I believe it was five forced turnovers. Four of them interceptions, a couple of fumble recoveries as well. That's obviously just about as perfect as a defense can play. Also, of course, forcing just 12 points allowed. And that's a lot to ask from a defense. But we see how crucial these forced turnovers are for the Chargers because it looks like they should be up a lot more. The two running backs for the Panthers, Whitaker and Pitts, combined for 117 rushing yards. The Chargers total just 23. Ernst, 121 passing yards. Eisen totals just 36. However, the score, just a three-point deficit for the Chargers, and it really lies all on the shoulders of that interception. And, you know, maybe to credit maybe while, why the Chargers are still in this game by one possession is the weather. I mean, are the Panthers possibly letting the weather get them down that much, and we're just playing as we would normally with some pretty bad conditions. I don't know, but like we said, you know, the running backs are shredding through the Charger defense. That's something that they're going to have to adjust to at the half. Both teams missing their top receiver right now, David Turner, both kick and punt returner as well as the leading receiver for these Panthers, is out, has been out this whole game. Isaac Tesla for the Chargers has just one catch for five yards, took a big hit, big hit. We have not seen him lined up out on that field yet again this game. Now Julian Lee, and there is the second fall over of the ball. I think I'm losing this bet pretty badly. The wind, despite how windy it is out there, has only forced the ball off the tee two times all game. Well, Christian, to, uh, you know, maybe use your words right back at you, there's a lot of game left. There is okay, a lot of game Okay, so left. we've had two, two times the ball has fallen off. You guessed that it's going to be over ten times. There's about 30 minutes left of this game, and we know in that 30 minutes of regulation, there's of could go into overtime. I'll so, hold out hope. I'll okay, out there hope. you go. Yeah. Hold out hope for our game and for the Chargers. Julian Lee, now a booming end-over-end punt that drops at the 15-yard line where Wiley finds it, cuts it up field to the 30, and he's going to fall down at the 31. More solid uh, special teams work from the Chargers, both off the foot of Julian Lee and Jack Shannon on his many punts there in the first half. You know, the special teams as a unit, I know that every time they're about to go out, they get rallied behind our strength coach, Mitchell Shoeborn, who's a pretty fiery guy. And that's a great person, I think, to rally it behind. And they don't get talked about enough because they are always solid as a group. Ernst lined up directly in front of us going left to right, wearing white. Lined up at the 31 to give to Pitts, who cuts it upfield now to the right side. Can't slip a tackle. Now he does, and he falls down at the 35-yard line. I thought Herzog had him dead to rights, and he spins out of it. He did have him, but instead he pulled off what? Is it? What Looks do you like even a, call a hand that? Warmer Your hand the, uh, warmer the around the waist. His, his fanny pack, his as, fanny as pack. girls would say. Um, and he looked frustrated, like, oh, are you kidding me? This is what I got out of the guy that <laughs> I've been swinging around. Oh, and he'll throw it. He'll Pitts throw the fanny tries back. to put it back on, throws about 10 yards behind him. Now lined up at the 35-yard line is Ertz. Two receivers left, one right, fakes the give to Pitts. Now throws over the left side. He's got a receiver out to the 45-yard line, stretching to the 50. Line up directly at midfield are the Panthers now. A quick first down strike 
from Ernst in a first down that moves the chains. You know, being brought down there by number 21, Joe Schneider, Schneider, a player who hasn't really been in the defense in the in the past, and now he's really stepped up and taken a big role. It's exciting to see. I mean, in his senior day, too, him get in there, make some great tackles. I'd love to see an interception from Joe. Ernst from the gun. Now he does give the pits. Met in the backfield, slips one tackle, can't slip about three more that meet him five yards deep in the backfield all the way back to the 46. And there's Kendall Tobin uh, kind of getting in there and bringing that guy down. Someone w- someone we talked about who I think is definitely going to be a key factor in the second half to kind of changing the, the way that this game is going. Absolutely. Joining Nate Chambers with tackles for loss in this game. Now it's going to be second and 12. Ernst from the gun. He's got three receivers right, one left. Pitts next to him in the gun. Claps once. Now a second time. Everyone moves but the center. Had the hard count off just a little bit. Dirty laundry flies, and that's going to set him back five yards. It looks like we were just trying to anticipate there. I mean, Kyle Kudla kind of leading the charge there for the Chargers defense. I've seen Troy Palomalu do that, but he's always timed it perfectly. <laughs> that's that's one where Ertz goes in the huddle. He go, he, you know, he says the play, everyone claps, and he yeah. goes, on two <laughs> is the last thing he says, on two. So he knows the first clap, not going to snap it. The second one he does. Clearly the center didn't hear that. He was still <laughs> holding that ball. Everyone on both sides moving but him. Ertz now from the gun, back at the 40-yard line. Three receivers, same formation as last time. To the right, one left. Takes the snap. And nearly intercepted, but instead a catch right through the hands of Alex Anschutz. And instead a catch by Colby Ryder for about six yards. And it's going to be just short of the original line of scrimmage up at the 46-yard line. Third and long. And he, oh, it's great anticipation to see that anticipation early in this first half from Alex Anschutz. He's getting that extra step. He's reading the quarterback's eyes. That's promising. 12-36 remaining here in the third quarter from the 46-yard line. Ernst in the gun going left to right. Trips on the right side of the field. One lone receiver on the left side. Pitts in the gun. Takes the snap. Steps up. Avoids pressure. Now he's going to run it himself to the 50-45. Slides down after picking up the first down. Nate Chambers nearly had him. Avoided the sack and off to the races goes Evan Ernst. Those are the most frustrating plays. They have absolutely nowhere to go. They look like they're going to get destroyed, and then they just run out of, like, find a hole, run out of nowhere, and pick up the first down that shouldn't have been possible on that play. Now, in the Charger, into Chargers territory, marches the Panthers' offense. The opposing 44 are the Panthers. Two receivers right, one left, pits in the gun. The give to Pitts, who tries the right side, slips through tackles, spinning around, and he's still going to end up losing two yards. About four Chargers wearing blue into that backfield, busted through the line, and he had to avoid two guys just to only lose two yards. And you really, this stopping them here in the next two or three downs is really key because you don't want them to inch any further and get into maybe field goal range and make that a little bit more of a uh, more disappointing situation, maybe. <laughs> From the 45, fakes to give to Pitts. Now long over the middle and caught for a first down, down to the 29. Gillick, a great tackle, but after a long catch of about 15 yards. So clearly we were not listening to what I just said before this. <laughs> no further. Let's stop them here. It Really, those wide receivers are just kind of making it making the Hillsdale secondary look just dumb I'm trying to think of like a less 
harsh word to say it, but they're they're really just silly. shredder. It's silly. Them look silly. Thank you, yeah. Christian. Yeah, there you go. Motion now trips on the left side of the formation. One lone receiver to his right. I formation fakes the give to Pitts. Pitts picks up a block, stepping up, throwing to the end zone is Ernst and over the head of his receiver. Incomplete. The ball falls right onto the S over the head of Wiley, and it's going to bring up second down. He was kind of tangoing there with uh, Jason Gillock, which I think helped him. Maybe he got a little distracted by what <laughs> he was doing with Jason, that that ball was completely just thrown maybe five feet over to the right. Great single coverage there from Gillock. Sets up second down. We've got 10.37. The clock is stopped after the incomplete pass. The Panthers up three, but knocking on the door of the red zone now. Sitting on the 30-yard line, Ernst in the gun. He's got two receivers right, one lone left. Pitts in the gun to his left, claps once, gets the ball, rolls left, looking left, throws, and takes a one-hop to his receiver. And it's Austin Davis who was not able to pull it in, just a quick out route and not enough to get there. Was he going to be able to pull, pull that in, though? Because that, to me, that pass was extremely low. Yeah, you get your fingers on it, but it... You would have to get your fingers really underneath that ball and maybe slide into it. On the run, too, obviously a right-handed receiver, Ertz, throwing left. Very tough for him. Now it's going to be third and a full 10 yards, 10.35 remaining from the Hillsdale 30-yard line. Motion now three receivers to his right. That is Davis, the lone receiver on his left. Pitts in the gun to Ertz's right. Seven in the box, showing pressure are the Chargers. They bring it off the right side of the formation, standing in, making a long throw. Davis bobbled the ball on the sideline. The ruling is incomplete. That would have been more than enough for a first down, a 15-yard catch, but no good. Bobbled the ball a little bit, and regardless, the offense seems to be staying on the field. The ruling currently an incomplete pass, which would set up fourth down and a full 10 yards. (laughs) Fourth down and too long, in my opinion. They're going to go for it. The t- lining up at the 29, trips to the right side. Davis, again, the lone receiver to the right. Now motion. Clark is going to stay on the left side of the formation. A huge play right now. A gamble from the Panthers. Standing in, making a throw underneath. A catch by Pitts. Tackled well short, and that is going to bring up a turnover on downs. Short tackling by the Chargers. Just a dump off there to Pitts and could not pick up the first down. Charger defense getting fiery there. It looked like Herzog was quite literally thrown to the ground. Gillock was not letting go of Pitts until he came down and until he came down without the first down. (laughs) Uh, Lined up now just short of that first down, and it gives the Chargers a first down on their own 22-yard line. Another turnover forced by these Chargers, and we talked about it. This is just what they need. Motion now from the right side of the formation is Foose. Fakes the give on the jet sweep. Now long down the left side. Unloading is Garrett. And making the catch is Connor Maloney. Bracketed on both sides at the 40-yard line of the Panthers. Maloney, an incredible catch. And that is the play that Garrett and KJ have been trying to get going for a few weeks now. Throwing it into a lot of pressure because I think he knows he can make that catch. I mean, that was a catch that KJ should not have come down with. He had two guys on him hands intertwined and as soon as he threw it you could see Garrett starting to clap because he knew he was going to come down with that ball under center bobbles the snap gets it off to Robinson who hesitates now breaks a tackle up to the 31 yard line going to second set up third and four and what a shot in the arm for this Chargers offense 
that's just trust in your receiver. Go up and make this catch for me. A shot in the arm of, like, a shot of steroids. Like, that was just, I don't know. I've had that before. Um, that is, wow. I mean, it feels like a completely different game. Now third, second and four, rather, from the 32-yard line. Ison under center. The give to Robinson up the middle nearly breaks the tackle. That was Logan, rather, still stretching out. He's going to be right on that first down marker, going to depend on the spot. Give it Looks to like him. Looks like they're, oh, a full yard short. Uh, Looks like Logan was able to stretch out for it. The referees disagree. Now third and one from the 29-yard line, and this is a big down for the Chargers. Still right on the edge of Julian Lee's field goal range, sitting at the 29 from here. It would be a whatever that is. I think Garrett's going to keep it. 46 yards. Oh, look at Eye formation, offensive lineman in there, in the eye. Logan, the deep back. The give to Logan follows his blockers and can't get it blown up in the backfield back to the 32-yard line. Fourth down and three now, and here is a big call from Otter. Do you go for this? And you had Affholter there who to provide an extra body for that big block there to still get stuffed. The offense is going to stay on the field. A good spot for the Chargers. Just two yards to gain sitting on the 30-yard line. 8-11 remaining here in this third quarter. Down 7-3 are the Chargers. Ison's in the gun. He's got three receivers right. Maroney, the lone receiver on the left. In the gun next to him is Robinson. A huge fourth down call. Takes the snap. Looks left now. Throws short over the middle. That's DPI easy. The ball falls incomplete, but Robinson was smacked on the play right before the ball got there, and that's going to be a free first down for the Chargers. And if he hit, even if he made that pass, it was complete. He was going to get a first down and then a few yards. He was wide open, just waiting for the ball. I think it's a gamble that defender has to take. Either he catches this or it's DPI, of course. The DPI gives about 15 free yards here for the Chargers. Jack a little slow to get up there. It did look like it was a shot to the head. Offsetting penalties are going to set up a retry of fourth down oh offensive holding, says the referee, is going to be equal to that defensive pass interference. And the Chargers get one more shot at a fourth and two from the 30-yard line. The play, despite a couple of seconds coming off the clock, is just as important. 7.55 remaining here in the third quarter. Two receivers right, Austin Williams the lone to the left. Robinson in the gun to the right of Ison. Takes the snap, fakes the give, over the middle, bobbling through the hands of his receiver. That is a drop by Alex Foose and a missed opportunity for the Chargers who can't convert fourth down despite being right in the hands of his receiver. Man, that is going to set up the Panthers on the 30-yard line, a pair of attempted fourth downs, one by the Panthers and somehow two by the Chargers, both end in nil. 7.50 remaining, Panthers up 10-7, to and now they have the ball on their own 30-yard line. That last one being such a bang-bang play, he fakes the handoff, immediately switches, and knew, had great field awareness knowing where Foose was. And it just slipped right out of his hands. Ernst, play action, looks long over the left side. He's got a receiver. Busted coverage to the 35-30, 25-20. It's a foot race down to the 10. He beats his man, and that is a touchdown 
What a turn of events here in Frank Muddy Waters Stadium. And that is James Morgan, a 70-yard catch and run from Evan Ernst. And, my goodness, capitalizing on opportunities. There's not much there they could have done better. You can't help but be maybe frustrated as the Charger offense there. You know, you could have had a chance. You had two great plays that were going to be walking maybe into a first down, giving another opportunity to make to get seven, if not three. And then to have the Panthers capitalize off of what seemed like it was going to be a great opportunity for you and then pull away more in this game. Quackenbush does add that extra point on. It's now 17-7, to 7.38 remaining. Instead of knocking on the door of the red zone, suddenly down 10, the Chargers find themselves. And it's it's just up to this offense yet again. You, it's, you somehow got to shake that off. You gotta, yeah. it's, it's not an easy thing to do to say we were this close to scoring. Now you got to set up, you know, on your own 25 again and get this drive going. Well, it goes back to what I was saying about frustration and annoyance, and you can't let those emotions get in the way. You need to find a way to channel those maybe into anger or some sort of relaxation to help you play your best game. Boyd and Robinson now with their heels at the four-yard line. It's Quakenbush just a play after adding one more on for the extra point post-touchdown. Now ready to kick it off. Again, that was Evan Ernst hooking up with James Morgan for a huge play. Just seemed like a busted coverage in the secondary for the Chargers. Plenty of wind, but on that left hash, regardless, lines up Quackenbush. Will it fall off? Will it fall off? I'm hoping it will. We're at two this game. (laughs) Points to his guys. Now here's the run-up. Ball's not going to fall off. Quackenbush, a long end-over-end kick. There's Robinson again to return it, this time with his heels on the two-yard line. Cuts it up to the 10, makes a move to the 20, 25, finds a hole out to the 33-yard line. Good catch and run on the kick return by Jack Robinson. A little bit of fighting there afterwards. Some words exchange between the Panthers and the Chargers. And this offense has to shake off a failed fourth down attempt, now setting up on their own 32-yard line. Best athletes have the worst memory, Christian. <laughs> and so you really just have to forget about what's going on, what's happened before this. Come back, clear your head, and just try again. We'll see if this Chargers offense can do just that. That is Boyd, Maloney, and Williams all to Garrett's left. In the gun, Robinson to his left. Takes a snap, now rolls left, throws left, a bobbled ball to Boyd, who's going to catch it and not get much back. He caught it right at the line of scrimmage. Looked like the ball seemed to slip out of Garrett's hands. Garrett now slow to get up, seems to be limping a little bit back at that 20, staying on the field, though. He really just needs to get through this game without with being hit as little as possible. He's suffering through, I mean... A bunch of injuries to the upper half, then also having some sprained ankles, and that just cannot feel good as a quarterback when you're hit hard. Ison now under the gun. The give to McGee, who's not going to get anything, upended right at the line of scrimmage. A very interesting tackle. Uh, but regardless, third and ten now. And that is, it's it's a lot of heart, I think, for Ison to just be out there injured in just about every possible way where you can still play and, you know, playing as well as he can right now. 
This offense really comes through him, and I think that has to say a lot. Whether he is maybe the one passing the ball or running the ball, he could not touch the ball in a play. And to have him on the field playing through those injuries, I think says does a lot for the offense. Eisen now hit from behind. The ball is free. Robinson tries to fall on it, but it's going to fall as an incomplete pass. Eisen took a huge hit off of his blind side. From coming from the right side of the line, left side of the offensive line, and it's going to set up a fourth down. The referees do confirm that it was an incomplete pass. Fourth and seven now, 6-10 remaining in the third quarter, and after taking a 70-yard pass up the gut, this Chargers defense is going to have to step on the field once again. We've seen him take that blindside hit, I think, one too many times. Uh, every time I think I start... I say into the microphone look out because it it scares me probably a little less than it scares him but it it looks like a nasty hit they just don't see it coming shannon's punt lands rolls and stops at the 23 yard line and that is where this panthers offense is going to set up we talk about opportunities the defense has had a lot of them they forced a turnover on downs they've had an interception uh, into the hands of matt harding and now they're going to need to get a stop. If it gets more than 10 down the way this offense is moving, it might not be, there not, might not be a whole lot this Chargers offense can do. You know, it really, I say it time and time again, maybe I'm asking for too much, but to have the defense score would be huge and take a little bit of a weight off the offense. Then you only need to score once in the offense as opposed to twice. The give to Whitaker, carrying a couple of defenders, more Chargers swarm to him and tackled up at the 26-yard line. That is where the Panthers' offense is going to set up for second down and five. And it really second second and middle. But I really do hope, you know, the Charger defense to get a big stop here, three and out. You just need to keep getting on the field as an offense. You know, when you do have these, yes, maybe you do want to rest for the sake of injuries, But I would be anxious to get back out there and get another shot at it, as opposed to waiting on the sideline, especially in the cold for too long. Ernst now takes the snap, play fake, and he's got a receiver out to the 40-yard line where he's taken down, moving the sticks again as this this Panthers offense, rather, cutting through the Chargers defense. And something I think needs is going to fire them up soon. I mean, ODU across the board is a scrappy, uh, not kind team. I can say that with confidence that... There's definitely some trash talking going on, and it's going to be more maybe than you would expect from most teams. Now Ernst in the gun. He's got Whitaker lined up right behind him. Two receivers to his right, one to his left. Claps once. Now gets the ball to give. Delayed handoff to Whitaker. Tries the left side, runs right into his own blocker, and he's going to fall forward for about six yards. I hate when they just fall forward and gain, unless it's our, like, that's all we had to do was just fall forward, and now I get some extra yards. I didn't even have to try for those because I just fell. <laughs> it's not fair. It really is not, especially you know uh, when it's the other team doing especially. it. Especially when it's us, no, go for it. Fall all day and get extra yards. Now from the gun, the give again to Whitaker. Tries that left side. Nothing doing this time. Great tackling by the Chargers, dragging him all the way back to the 35-yard line. Not just the 35-yard line. I thought Royer was going to drive him all the way to the bus. (laughs) Uh, About 10 yards back from the line of scrimmage is where Whitaker is pushed. Uh, But forward momentum is going to give him the line of scrimmage. And third and seven now. 
a big third down yet again for this Chargers defense that needs to step up right now. We've got 345 remaining in a 10-point game. Panthers up and with the ball on their own 43-yard line. Eight in the box for the Chargers. Two receivers right, two left. Whitaker to his right. Now the defense spreads out just three down linemen for the Chargers. Whitaker checks his protection at the line, talking to that right tackle. Claps now gets the ball, drops back a draw play, and he's going to try that left side, taking it himself, not going to get there, leaning forward, but about a full five yards, or full one yard short, rather. And Evan Ernst, a, uh, a design draw play, is not going to get him there. On comes the punt crew with Quackenbush. He falls forward, but can't quite get the yards. <laughs> and that is a great mark for the Chargers there, a full two yards short. And we now have two punt returners in here, Foos and Tim Boyd, as we've seen almost all game, back deep to receive. Quackenbush does, in fact, punt from his own 40, a high end-over-end kick caught by Boyd, a fair catch at his own 15-yard line. And opportunities, the defense has had a whole lot of them this game. This is a huge one for the Chargers' offense. 2.44 remaining, plenty of game left. But you start to get a feeling that this is, this is a necessary scoring drive for the Chargers. Yeah, and when you score at the end of any quarter, that's huge because then the other quarter doesn't seem as daunting, especially when you're down as two possessions. I mean, two touchdowns and you have the lead, a touchdown and a field goal, and you're back in, you're tied and back in the game. And so that's really not that much when you think about it. You just got to work against the clock. Garrett, the give to Logan, who tries the left side. Great job falling forward there <laughs> all the way to the 20-yard line. That's going to give him a full five yards, second and five now for the Chargers. That was uh, Jack Robinson, rather, in there on first down for yet another run. We're now down below 2.30 remaining here in the third quarter. Just enough time to take up for all for the Chargers to just possess the ball the whole entire time. I think two minutes is a good, good amount of time to hold the ball. Eisen from the gun, fakes the give. Now he's going to run it himself. We've seen that a couple times this game. And nothing doing there. I think he was able to stretch back to the line of scrimmage. We're now down below two minutes remaining here in the third quarter. Perhaps an interesting call to have your quarterback, who's injured in more ways than one, to run the ball. It just, I think, shows that Otter knows that this kid's going to lay it on the line for his team and, and do everything he can. It shows he has a lot of faith in him, too. Now a passing down. Williams to his left. Two receivers, Foose and Maloney to the left. Play action now looking through the left. Knocked away from Harding. Great defensive play from the Panthers. And that's going to set up fourth down and six. Robinson's staying on that field. He really wants the Chargers to go for it. Uh, but he's instead going to line up with the punt crew. <laughs> and Jack Shannon uh, on the kick. Jack Shannon going to have to put the team on his back. Maybe if he could punt it all the way down to the one-yard line, Chargers get his pick six. That would be – see, that's how this, this, that's how this game's going like to turn this. around. Oh, Christian, I'm a very positive person. A huge high kick from Jack Shannon. Back to the 33. Slipping is Comey, and he's going to go down right where his knee – Wiley, rather – right at what was, I believe, the 36-yard line, the 34, rather. Uh, of course, in college, you don't need to be down while your knee is down. All you have to do is touch down. That's just what Wiley did, lost his footing after receiving the punt. If Erda wouldn't have tripped there, Wiley would have gotten crushed by him. <laughs> <laughs> and absolutely, the uh, special teams for the Chargers, an underrated part of this game, been doing their jobs very well. 
from the 34 now sets up this Panthers offense. Ernst has got two receivers left, claps once now, gives it to Pitts, tries the left side, nothing doing. Great play and aggressiveness from this Chargers defensive line. He's going to stop Pitts for just a gain of one yard, second nine. Second and nine's a good position. Second and long, you know. <laughs> it's better. It not, could be second and ten. I'm trying to bring in the positive energy, you know, because it is hard when your team's losing. You, I feel like it's easy to just critique them, you know, and I'm trying to look for something else to say. Chargers need a little bit of positivity now, perhaps a game-changing play here from this defense that has seven in the box, a little jump from the Chargers. Dirty laundry on the field. Nate is mad. It looks like he thought that offensive guard moved first. We're going to wait on the call. That is a snap infraction from the center. Snap infraction, for those who don't know, I actually found out just earlier this season, is when you move the ball a little bit but don't actually snap it, and that is a full five yards back for the Panthers. Nate Chambers looked to be the first one to actually, you know, move his body on that line, and he is immediately, you know, knows what he's doing, points to that ball and says, you know, he's the one that moved first. Studied the rule book. We kind of do that as softball players. You know, you know the rules. Where can you hit the defender? Where can't you? <laughs> you know, and then you can negotiate with the umps a little bit. Back down to the 31-yard line is this Panthers offense. Two receivers left, one right, takes the snap from the gun. Stands tall, throws right, has a man. Getting back to the original line of scrimmage where they're going to have third down in a long 10 yards. Yet another stand from this defense that has done a pretty good job. If you take out that 170-yard passing play this quarter, they have really stopped this Panthers uh, offense from moving the ball, and they're faced with yet another big third down. You know, the endurance here of the defense is going to be huge as we head into this fourth quarter with clock expiring. Chargers down 17-7 to against the Panthers. If the defense can hold them here, that still gives the offense a good chance to score get that ball back again another stop by the defense again we still have a lot of game left in 15 minutes it's not out of our w is not out of reach for the charters absolutely and we are going to step away for just a moment radio free hillsdale 101.7 fm Multiple sports from the youth level through high school are being proven even by those who've made it to the so-called next level. More college coaches want multi-sport athletes, and nearly 90% of the players taken in the recent pro football draft played multiple sports through high school. To learn more about multi-sport participation, visit the health and safety page of the MHSAA website. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics are back with perfect timing. Lining up at the 35-yard line is this Panthers offense. <clears throat> three receivers, two Ernst's left, one to his right. Just three down linemen for the Chargers on a huge third and nine to begin this fourth quarter. Now motion Pitts is out of the backfield, which is now empty. Three receivers left, two right. Ernst from the gun, up 10, 17 to 7. Ernst takes the snap, now looks over the middle, tipped at the line and caught by Ernst himself who slides down after catching his own pass and a big third down stop by the Chargers no matter which way you get it. I was going to say, if he got that 
first down there. I was going to say this is just one of those games where the ball is falling in the way of the Panthers, and sometimes you just can't do anything about that. Because when he caught it, I was like, oh, yay. Like, they blocked the pass, and then he caught it, and I, I my heart sank. I was like, <laughs> you cannot be serious. Regardless, though, he slides down, and on his Quakenbush, a big high kick that bounces at the 28-yard line. Fielded off the bounce, and immediately met is Tim Boyd. He took a big hit, trying to field it off the bounce. It was taking a big Panthers bounce. I think he just didn't want it to roll any further. He'll take the big hit, but the Panthers defender will be the guy that's slow to get up. Boyd will snap right back onto his feet. Now, setting up at the 27-yard line is this Chargers offense on yet another big drive. They're down 10 right now with 14.39 remaining in the fourth quarter. The final, of course, of the game, Maloney to the right of the formation. Williams to the left, a jumbo package here. Ison in the gun. Motion from the left side of the formation. Fakes the give to Logan. Now a throw to the right side to Maloney, who catches, makes one man miss, and drags another one for a first down to the 39-yard line. There's a little bit of opening up that playbook and letting Ison warm up that arm. And that's probably the seventh time that Ison has hit uh, KJ today, which is a lot. And, I mean, Garrett has 77 yards in comparison over to Ernst's two, 171 yards. I mean, he's right with – 252 yards, sorry. He's right within there. Logan is not able to slip enough tackles to get out of the backfield. Right back to the line of scrimmage. Now second and ten for the Chargers who make some – substitutions here before a second down and 10. We see Will Cyrus now in here. That's what I would call possibly the the fastest player on the team. He's on the track team as well because he is just that fast. That's some extra maybe speed on the Charger offense. Cyrus wearing 14 lined up closest to us on the right side of the formation lining up at the 37-yard line. Takes a snap, rolling left, a pitch to Williams who avoids one tackle and now he's going to take it himself to the 40, makes one man miss to the 45, slips the tackle out into Panthers territory, the 49-yard line, and he moves those chains. Seeing Austin Williams, this is the first time he's got in action today. Again, another quick receiver who we've seen through this year, Garrett Target possibly you know, has fallen in, in and out of his hands in the past, so it's good to see him maybe get that ball and just get to run with it as opposed to being maybe focused on catching a hard pass from Garrett. Got him the ball in space, and he made a play. Picks up 12 and a first down. Now Ison in the gun. He's got trips to his right. Lone receiver Maroney to his left. Takes a snap, looks right. Now there's Williams with a catch, and he's going to pick up just three yards, going to set up second and seven. And this is what we talked about. Them probably should have started a little earlier. Quick out routes, easy throws, little pitches for Ison to get comfortable here in this game. Yeah, it makes a big difference when you're able to have a few completions under your belt early in the drive, and then you're comfortable taking those shots downfield. Williams, the lone receiver to Ison's left, jumbo package in, but he's in the gun. Hiss him to his left. Motion, now Foose is on the right side of the formation with Williams. Maloney to his left. The give to Hissom tries the right side, now cuts it upfield. Moves his shoulder into some defenders, and he's going to fall forward to the 41-yard line. Going to set up a third and four. And you got to think at this point in the game, 12-13 remaining in the fourth, that it's perhaps two-down territory. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, being 
what we would call, it says it's going to be third and five here. I mean, the board is, that's what the board's saying. Maybe they're spotted a little bit wrong. Uh, five yards is a lot, and I think you just have to keep pushing until you get it. Ison from the gun. He's got Hissom to his right. Motion is Tim on the left side of the formation. Takes a snap, drops back, looks right, avoids a hit. And there's Williams with another catch. His third time he's touched the ball in the drive. Ison took a huge hit right as he threw it, and he picked up a first down. Williams' second catch in the drive. There's that blindside hit that just keeps keeps coming for Ison, but he's able to get that ball off there, shakes his arm a little bit to make sure it's okay, maybe snap it back into place. He might be at that point. But to make that completion when you can probably hear the guy breathing on you. Perhaps knows that the hit is coming, but he's going to throw it anyways. Now from the gun, again a jumbo package. Williams to the left, takes a snap in motion. Another give to an end around on Williams. He's got blockers ahead of him, and he falls forward all the way to the 21-yard line. He is going to pick up yet another first down. This Chargers offense is moving now. The Ison to Williams connection driving it forwards. Some hands on the hip from Gary kind of gives a little, like, head nod, like, yeah, easy work, easy business here. <laughs> Just a little pitch pass for him. <laughs> we do it all the time. <laughs> and now set up at the 22-yard line is this Chargers offense on first and 10, 10.54 remaining. They're down by 10, 17-7. Ison from the gun. He's got two receivers right, one left. Motion on the right side of the formation, takes the snap. Now the give to Jack Robinson, who avoids one man in the backfield. Meets two more and is going to fall forward to the 20-yard line, a pickup of two, second and eight. Hey, fall forwarding, fall, falling forward for two is better than falling backwards for nine. Good yeah. job. I like, that <laughs> I like that math a lot. Put that on a poster I like and that. hang it up. I'll wear that shirt next season. <laughs> Thank you. 10-15 remaining now in the fourth quarter on a must-score drive for the Chargers, who sit at just seven points. The Panthers, 17. Williams to the left of the formation. Maloney to the right. Ison from the gun. He's got some motion on the left side of the formation. In the gun to the right of him is Robinson. Takes the snap. Now he gives to Robinson, who tries the left side. Now cuts it up field. Ooh, Matt. Right in the hole by a big defender from the Panthers. And he is going to pick up just three yards. Going to set up a, uh, a third and mid? A third and mid. It looked like Robinson's head snapped there a little bit, but he gets up and stays on the field. He's taken also some big hits today and just continued to plow on through. Big hits from defenses on both sides all game long. Now a big third and six as we tick below 10 minutes remaining here in the game. Two receivers, Foose and Williams to his right. Maloney the only one on the left side. Now motion. Foose is in the slot. Dropping back, throwing long to the end zone and pulled aside is Austin Williams. A late flag uh, for a moment. It looked like nothing was going to get called, but clearly Williams was held up in the end zone, perhaps just preventing a touchdown. Garrett's like, I have a new, he has like a new favorite target every drive. And he's like, you can't hold my favorite target. I think that's also <laughs> good um, having good football IQ. You see that guy being held, you decide to take a shot at him to see if you can get something drawn. That is indeed defensive pass interference that gives the Chargers a much-needed first down. It's now going to be first and goal, and that is just what the Chargers needed on this drive. They still have all three timeouts, only down by 10, of course, a two-score game. All the way up to the four-yard line marches this Chargers offense, a full 15 yards. 
And now it, it stays third down. Correct or no? It it's goes back be, to first. Okay, the, but the board corrects. The board. I'm looking at the board. I'm like, what, did I forget some rule? The board a little late to change here. I formation behind Garrett, who's under center from the three-yard line. 9.08 remaining. Drops back. Play action into the end zone. There's a touchdown for Maloney. His second of the day in the biggest so far. What an incredible catch. A second house call of the game for Connor Maloney. 9.04 remaining. Tack six on for the Chargers. If the Chargers weren't in this game before, they certainly are now. Given that Julian Lee makes this extra point, they stay within just a field goal of tying it up and a touchdown to take the lead. Foose in to hold Lee in to kick. Snap hold. Everything good for the Chargers there. 14 to 17 now is the score here in Frank Money Water Stadium. The Chargers down just three after another touchdown strike from Garrett to Maloney. And they, the, that was the type of drive that we're talking about where he got comfortable with the short uh, passes and the short attack early. And then when you come down, feel, you come down the field, you're, you're more comfortable throwing the ball, especially there. It was everybody was in his face. It's a, almost a miracle that he was able to see KJ and sneak it right into him at the perfect opportunity. Absolutely a great play call from Otter, too. They lined up in what they've done a couple times where they have an offensive lineman in as part of the I formation from the three instead of play fake and a great pass to Maloney that just ran a a two-step slant pattern. So here we go for the kickoff. Is it going to fall? I think I think I've just about lost at this point. Nine oh four remaining well, in the game. Oh, I don't know because if the Chargers score like, I don't know because you can get two on each time. So you probably need. I'm not really good at math. I'm like a, I'm a rhetoric and public address <laughs> major. So let's see. You need the Chargers to score maybe three times to get back in the game. I wouldn't. I wouldn't personally complain about that. Lee now to kick. The sun is coming out a little bit here in a game that started with some snow in the air. Lee, a kick long, end over end on the right side, and bouncing at the 20, fielding it off the bounce is Wiley, who brings it up to the 27-yard line, and yet another huge drive for the Chargers. At least now you kind of know you just got to keep them out of the end zone. You can give up a field goal and keep it a one-score game. A big choice, you know, to field that off that bounce. Again, I've been waiting for Wiley to make a mistake this game because he is a new receiver here uh, not the usual guy being Turner so you know okay if you want to keep feeling off that bounce go for it I'm waiting for it to bounce off your chest and into Chargers hands <laughs> another thing I wouldn't complain about either uh, sitting right at nine <laughs> minutes remaining here in this game Ernst from the gun two receivers right one left to give to Whitaker up the center and met in the backfield a loss of two and a great tackle from the Chargers here Erda getting fired up, going and giving some guys some high fives, kind of screaming at them, telling the defense, come on, this is our time to kind of really put us on top in this game. And now second in the full 10, uh, forward momentum is going to give him back to the line of scrimmage. Ernst from the gun. He's got Whitaker again to his left. Claps once, now twice, gets the snap, looks over the right side, little slant pattern. He's got a man for about four yards and driven back immediately uh, immediately that's Erda again Erda and Joe and Joe his nickname we call him Tuna you know picking that guy up and kind of saying okay let's see how far your 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 legs will run in the opposite direction <laughs> and driving him almost into that end zone now a huge third down third down and four 
and a huge play at this point in the game. We've got now below eight minutes remaining, 17-14 to 14 to score. Your Panthers up three on the home Hillsdale Chargers. Four down linemen, Ernst in the gun. He's got three to his left, one to his right. Lined up at the 33-yard line. Motion now from the left side of the formation. One clap, gets the snap, give to Whitaker, fakes it actually, throw over the middle, nearly intercepted by Tuna, had both hands on the ball, he's mad at himself, but the defense won't be too mad because they just forced a fourth down, and on comes the punt crew. He's mad because he knew he was going to be walking into that end zone to give the Chargers the lead. Like we said, a stop is still very very beneficial, but you would have liked to see also an interception for Tuna Senior Guy. That was a free six points for Joe Schneider there. Regardless, Quackenbush on for the punt low and driving, bouncing at the 33. A whole bunch of Panthers bounces down to the 15 where it's going to stop, and the special teamers wait a very long time before downing that one to the 15-yard line. Now it's time for a game-winning drive from Garrett Ison. Yikes. <laughs> they can do it. You know, I, I get nervous too, and I try to remember, remind myself you're not the one on the field. Um, and sometimes you are the one on the field, so you also need to be able to control your emotions. But you know they can do it. I do find comfort in knowing that we've seen the Chargers do it before, so why not again? Right after a touchdown, this Chargers offense back on the field, down 14 to 17, 721 remaining. Ison in the gun. He's got Robinson who's right. Takes the snap, rolls right. Now looks and throws right. He's got Maloney who tiptoes. The referees do not agree they're going to rule it out of bounds. It would have been a gain of about four yards. That Panther guy almost chasing Maloney into the track for whatever reason. Wanted to make sure that he was actually coming down. You know, he's standing on the track outside. He's, he's probably out of bounds, probably. Not for the Panthers, though. They're probably taught to like, take him into the stands. <laughs> Above and beyond. Yes. Now second down and 10 from the, their own 15-yard line is this Chargers offense. Ison in the gun, all three receivers, Boyd, Williams, Maloney to his right. In the gun to his right is Robinson. Just five in the box for the Panthers. Takes the snap, rolls right again. Rolls right now, looks long to Williams. Maloney, and there is a flag thrown about 15 yards, almost as long as the pass was by the referee. That's going to be another defensive pass interference call. The last one on Williams, this one on Maloney, and it's going to give the Chargers a first down. And it was, even if you, I, that ball was a little bit closer, it would have been an incredible catch. He was diving. It's like what you see on like a trophy or something. That's like the form that he had there. Just outside of the outstretched hands and pulling him back was that DB for the Panthers. All the way up now to the 27-yard line directly in front of us are the Chargers wearing blue. Two receivers to his right. Williams, the lone receiver to his left. Robinson, again, in the gun to his right. Ison's got it, takes the snap, fakes the give. Now a throw over the right side, sailing over the head of Williams. And uh, a bench player gets a free catch there. <laughs> hey, that's always a fun day. You get to touch the ball, you know. When uh, being injured, we know that we like try the injured players. I know, and this is across the team. You kind of like try to touch your toe into the court or onto the field, just to like say you did, you know. So <laughs> hey, I got to touch the ball today. Under center now, deep back is it looks like Nate Lafree. Single back. 
Takes the snap. The pitch to LaFree. Tries the left side. Cuts it upfield. He's got a hole still on his feet and falling all the way just short of the first down line. What a great run on second down. Now sets up third and very short. We've got below seven minutes remaining down to 6.50 here in the fourth quarter. And that, Christian, that was Evan McGee. And that... That's how you fall forward. That's like the textbook definition of falling forward and making it graceful and picking up yards. He bounced off of tacklers all the way up. <laughs> it's like a pinball machine. Like, like a that's pinball the way he machine. did. Yes. Exactly. All the way up to the 36-yard line. Now just third and one. And yet again, we've got an offensive lineman that's Affolter in the I formation. Behind him is Robinson. Garrett's going to take it himself, leaning forward, pushing the pile. We're going to wait on the call, but looks like he got it by more than a full yard. First down and 10 now from the 38-yard line. The benefits of having a quarterback that can turn their legs every once in a while. Absolutely. And an important first down on third down. The Chargers now ticking near six minutes remaining. They're still down three. All three timeouts for both teams. Three receivers right, Maloney. That's Foose and Williams. Takes the snap, rolls right. Now avoiding tacklers in the backfield and slipping and falling down. It looked like he was trying to cut it upfield, but Ison's going to lose about six yards after he loses his footing. It looked like the original target there was McGee, but it was that similar situation where he had defenders in between him and McGee, and you'd have to perfectly throw it in like a in an arc which then of course gives time for the defenders to get underneath it as well so he really had no room to get there and then i'm sure the slipperiness of the turf tripped him up he avoided a couple of tacklers in the <laughs> backfield and it was just you know how wet it is down on that field that kept him from turning it up field. almost better to fall at being as injured as he is motion boyd to the left side he looks that way to Boyd underneath. Got him. Avoids a man to the 40. Stutter steps and gets all the way to the 45. Back-to-back great plays from Chargers on long second down to set up important third downs. But we do have a Panther down all the way back at the 27-yard line. He's holding at that knee. We are going to step away for just a moment. This is Christian Peck Dimmitt and Reagan Genschieski on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. The Dean's List with Janice Dean. A police officer that paid for shoplifters' groceries makes today's Dean's List. Officer Matt Lima got the call to head to Stop and Shop in Massachusetts. He found out that two women with two kids were found guilty of not scanning all their groceries at the self-checkout before leaving the store. Officer Lima took the suspects aside and found out they didn't have the money to buy the groceries to support their family. He served the women notice not to trespass forms and refused to file criminal charges. He then purchased gift cards in the amount of $250 with his own money so they could buy dinner. Chief George McNeil says the incident is a true testament of Officer Lima's great character and decision-making. Officer Lima says the two children with the women reminded him of his kids, so he says he had to help them out. Another story about police officers going above and beyond the call of duty. Officer Lima, thank you for your service, and you made the Dean's List. Janice Dean, Fox News.
Will we let you talk more than once? <laughs> you know I can. <laughs> I can do the whole 20 minutes. Yeah, the hard part's making you stop. <laughs> it's The Loft on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Quirky stories, lots of laughter, and things you didn't think you needed to know. A man stranded in 30 feet of water in upstate New York, hanging on for dear life to his life jacket, his kayak, wound up getting rescued by men of the Lord, a floating tiki bar full of priests. <laughs> <laughs> on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. That is Logan Van Enkevoort at the 45-yard line from the gun. Takes the snap, fakes the pitch, going to take it himself. Leaning, pulling, he's got the first down up to midfield. Another important third down conversion. We've got below five minutes remaining here in this game. Usually I question our Wildcat decisions. I feel like we always go for that that play in a weird situation. But it'll work here, so I'm not going to complain. And Eisen now back in mass substitutions here for the Chargers as we tick down to four minutes, 44 remaining. Perhaps Otter set on taking all the time remaining here to go out and try to win this game. From the gun is Eisen. The give to Robinson tries it on the left side, now cuts it upfield. He's going to pick up about six yards on first down up to the 44-yard line. Good heads-up play there by Ison. You know, kind of nudging that defender, giving him maybe giving uh, Robinson just a few more steps ahead of that defender that allows him to pick up those extra yards. Now, second down and four, a good spot here for the Chargers at the 45-yard line of the Panthers. Still down three, under four minutes remaining. Both teams, all three timeouts. Two receivers, Boyd and Williams to the right, Maloney the lone to the left. Now motion, Boyd is coming, and the fake jet sweep instead, the give to Robinson, who's going to get nothing at all, maybe a yard, perhaps just back to the line of scrimmage, and it's going to set up yet another important third down for these Chargers, who are taking a lot of time off this clock now, 3.30 remaining here in the game. As the offense, you have to start to maybe get comfortable in these situations. You're in these third down, crucial third down situations, that maybe this is just another play in the game of football. Back-to-back runs with this little time left. A very interesting call from Coach Otter. Williams and Maloney now to the right side of the formation. Robinson to the right of Ison in the gun. Jumbo package in front of him from the 40-yard line. Takes a snap, rolls right, sets up, throws long down the right side of the field. There's Maloney. Reaches up and through the hands of Maloney. Hit both of those gloves. And falling incomplete is that ball. That would have been incredible. He was standing at his own six-yard line. Probably the furthest. That was almost, that's 44 yards. Garrett said to me before, you know, I can throw about 40 yards, 45 yards. Well, you're pushing it there for sure. That was maybe everything left in the tank of that arm, a kind of have-to-die empty play. And KJ just couldn't come down with it. Bracketed again was Maloney. Now a huge fourth down call. Fourth down and four, 2.57 remaining here in the game. From the 45-yard line, they've got four yards to make up. Two receivers right, two left. Logan in the gun, two Eisen's left, takes the snap, avoids pressure, throws left. He's got a man for a first down up to the 30-yard line. There's Maloney yet again. Drops one pass, comes back, says, I got you this time. Gets a nice, Eisen gets a nice little... Uh, fist bump from upholder there like good job hey that was a fourth down 
way to look just calm, cool, and collected and make that play. That was a huge play, perhaps the game on the line at this point in the game. Now down to two minutes, 30 remaining, up to the 32-yard line. Jumbo package again, one receiver right, right, one left. to give to Logan, who tries the right side, cuts it upfield. He's got a little bit of a hole to the 25-yard line. Claps throughout the press box as we set up a second down and short. Chargers starting to get something cooking for real here. I mean, they were cooking before, but now it's getting extra warm, possibly ready to serve out to everybody. (laughs) And a serving touchdown would be just incredible here from the Chargers. Just short of two minutes here remaining in the game. The Chargers still down three to the visiting ODU Panthers, 14-7. Jumbo package, only one receiver to Williams' right. Or to Ison's right, that's Williams. Logan deep back, the pitch to Logan, tries the left side, avoiding tacklers, and he is going to get dropped all the way back to the 30, a full loss of five yards, and guess what? Third and mid. Third and mid, our favorite play where we're the most comfortable, and you also have a little bit of maybe, um, I don't even know what the word is, a comfort here knowing that maybe you are in a range where Lee could make a field goal. So you do want to convert here, but you are in a better situation than we were a few plays ago. An interesting call to run on second down, but now third and seven. We're down to 80 seconds remaining. A huge play for Ison Takes the snap, looks right, throws right. He's got Williams. And that was actually Harding, his roommate, someone I think that he always is trying to look for at a big target in a tight end that is very reliable. What a huge catch at this point in the game. Harding's first catch of the game, and it puts the Chargers in the red zone down below a minute remaining. The Chargers still have all three timeouts, but they're set on taking all the time remaining. The give. Fakes the give. Now Ison's going to run it himself. Picks up four before he is dragged down. Avoids a big hit. Now he is running back to that line of scrimmage. Just 50 seconds remaining. The timeout, though, with 40, 48 seconds from Otter. We're going to take just a short break on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. The Dean's List with Janice Dean. A man who started doing kind things for others after someone took something away from him makes today's Dean's List. Robbie Pruitt's mountain bike was stolen in the fall and he was mad, but he decided to do something about it by helping others. While searching for a new bike during the pandemic, Robbie realized there was a shortage. Many people wanted bikes. As an assistant rector at the Church of the Holy Spirit in Leesburg, Virginia, he came up with a plan and posted it to a local Facebook group. He offered to fix bikes free of charge for anyone who needed it. He also asked for unwanted bikes, which he would repair for free and then donate to folks who could truly use them but didn't have the means to buy one. The bikes came in and by the end of the year, Robbie refurbished more than 140 for donation or to be returned to their owners. Keep those wheels turning, Robbie Pruitt, and thanks for helping others. You made the Dean's List. Janice Dean, Fox News. Ison from the gun on the 15, second and seven. Drops back, looking to the end zone. Maloney, jump ball, out of bounds. He's a touchdown! That's a touchdown for Maloney, and the Chargers have the lead. The third house call of the game for Connor Maloney. What an incredible play. 43 seconds remaining in the game, and the Chargers have the lead. That is that ball we've been talking about where it almost has to be like an arch to get in there over all those defenders. And that ball had so much air on it and just came down. KJ's a pretty tall guy right into his hands at the perfect opportunity. 
flags thrown on the on the opposing sidelines. Panthers coaches are out at the numbers arguing with the referees. Maloney seemed to have both feet fully out of bounds, but the referees disagreed. Six on the board. More being thrown. There are all three flags more than every single uh, referee has thrown their flag <laughs> right at the 10-yard line. And these coaches are besides them, beside themselves as the Chargers. What an incredible comeback. They got this ball with eight minutes remaining. They took a full seven, driving down, converted, converted one-fourth down, three more third downs. And finally, a touchdown to Maloney. The receivers, are, or the referees, rather, are now discussing. And Foos and Julian Lee on ready for this extra point. What are you even discussing there? What the coaches said? Because in my opinion, if you're going to go and try to maybe overturn that touchdown, you can't after the coaches just came out and screamed in your face and every single one of you just threw that flag. Well, I would hope they can't return this because obviously they have no review. It's just them talking. What, <laughs> what are you going to say? Well, I actually saw him <laughs> out of bounds. Well, bring out your eye test. I have twenty twenty vision. Well, I wear glasses. So you know what? You, you probably have the better opinion here than I do. Very interesting. The Chargers currently up 20-17. to 17. Lots of waiting right now. The Chargers a little bit anxious, perhaps, that the referees are going to take this touchdown off the board, but perhaps that would, of course, be impossible uh, because they have no review. There's no way to... Oh, my gosh. The Panthers coach is at the logo. I think he just got kicked out. He is walking. He is right standing on the H at midfield <laughs> right now. He is waving his cap to these Chargers fans and players who are waving him off. Coach is making sure that he stays well away. Not only was he perhaps kicked out of this game, but walking directly through the field to do it. He's still standing on the 25-yard line as Lee lines up to kick this. Charger fans all on their feet as they wish him uh, a farewell. And Dr. Jennings bringing his dog Lucas onto the field, which usually signals... I don't want to call it too early because we do need the defense to go out and make a stop, but some jar Charger Ws. And we are right on the verge of one as Foos is in to hold for a Julian Lee kick. 43 seconds remaining. All three timeouts here for ODU. A comeback still possible. More stoppage of play. I don't know what the referees have left to talk about, but they're going to do it right Maybe now. Maybe they'll kick somebody else out. Maybe they'll throw somebody else out. You never know. Got no idea at this point. Perhaps the Panthers want Maloney thrown out because he's got over 100 yards receiving and all three touchdowns here for the Chargers. Now they're finally ready for this kick. Snap hold and all and kick are all good. Right through the fingertips. My goodness, I thought that was nearly blocked. Lee instead... Right through the uprights and up to 21 to 17, a four point lead now, which is huge. That extra point was big because, of course, now a field goal does not tie this game. 43 seconds remaining. Panthers again have all three timeouts. If there's any passing attack, it's the one that has put up north of 250 yards in this game that has a chance at this comeback right now. And how the tide has really changed, Christian. We are in the third quarter looking at how we were down. Uh, in, in, in a different, difficult situation. Oh, we kept saying, we have a time, ton of game left. We have a ton of, ton of game left. The positive energy, it does work. It does radiate. You know it. You're hearing it here first. Chargers, 
beside themselves. 14 straight points in the fourth quarter. Garrett Eisen leading an incredible comeback here late. And some great coaching from Otter, too, to leave the Panthers with under a minute left here in this game. Perhaps a little squib kick here from the Chargers. Be interesting to see what they did, and I'm not sure if we mentioned it earlier today. Uh, uh, kicking from their own 20. <laughs> kicking... The pa- if you can believe this right now, the Chargers are kicking from the Panthers' 20. The Panthers' 20-yard line is where Julian Lee will line up. That is, let me, is that four or five, uh, you know, calls against the Panthers' sideline? One too many, to I can tell you that. I still can't believe this. 25-yard line. I'm sorry. No, no, 20-yard line. What does Julian do here? Does he just kick a field goal just for fun? I feel like you got to just squib it and see yeah. if you can. But you also got to be careful. All your None of your kick returners have momentum from here. Pretty easy to kind of fall flat-footed and get a big return. I think you just kind of squib it about five yards and hope you down it inside of their 10. 43 seconds remaining. This is perhaps the weirdest kick I have ever seen. Ever, there were so many unsportsmanlike calls on the opposing sideline that Julian Lee is, instead of his own 35 kicking from the opposing 20-yard line, he takes his full windup. He's, <laughs> he's going seven back, two steps across, and he is very ready to boot this thing. I don't know what we're about to see. It's uh, consistency, Christian. It is. It's consistency. It is. You can't mess with greatness. Julian Lee winds up, and he's just going to... Uh, oh, my goodness, going for an onside kick there nearly, but the Panthers do fall it. They did not have a chance at that because it has to go 10 yards fully past where the kickoff is uh, for the your own team to field it. And Julian Lee did a very good job of getting in front of that ball to try to block another player from getting it so that the ball could maybe roll a full 10 yards. And we did mention he had offers to go play in college. It was a uh, play soccer in college. That was a textbook uh, slide tackle there to block and protect the ball. Absolutely. And now here we go. Game on the line after leading literally the entire game up until just a couple of minutes ago. The Panthers now find themselves suddenly down four with 43 seconds remaining. All three timeouts and Ernst with the game on the line has this offense lined up exactly at that 11-yard line. More discussion from the referees as if this game, I feel like the last minute, no time has come off the clock, and probably about 10 minutes has gone by. The quarterback's over for the Chargers uh, on the opposing 30-yard line, kind of just talking, maybe taking in the final minutes of their season. Just some good old quarterback talk, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And Garrett should be very happy. Had an incredible comeback. This offense had stalled most of the game, but that fourth quarter was incredible. Two receivers right now, two left for Ernst. Claps, gets the ball, drops back, just three down linemen for the Chargers. A long pass, nearly intercepted. He had a man open, missed him, had a a couple of DBs open, but neither of them were able to catch (laughs) it either. It would have been perfect for this game to end in an interception. It would have been very fitting and possibly just... A great conclusion. You know, that could be summed in a a great summary of how this game went. Ernst has the entire field open to him because of the three timeouts remaining, 38 seconds. Three down linemen again for the Chargers. More spread offense from the Panthers. Two receivers right, two to the left. 
in the gun is Pitts to his right. Takes the snap. Plenty of time. Looks now. Steps up to avoid pressure. He's going to run it himself across the left side. 20, 25. He's going to step out right at the 26-yard line. That is going to give them a first down, and it's going to stop the clock. Perhaps a little field vision there um, would have had him stay in bounds, try to pick up a couple more yards, knowing that he got a touchdown in the back pocket. 29 seconds remaining. That was just exactly what I was about to say. I was going to say, with 29 seconds remaining, the Chargers up by four. You really just want the defense to stop it here so you can breathe a little bit easier and go on to celebrating. Down to Pitts, who grabs it and makes a man miss. Up to the 30. He has stopped at the 32, and I'm assuming the Panthers will call their very first. They do. Timeout of the half, down to 20 seconds remaining at their own 32-yard line. We can't discount this Panthers offense. Their lone score of the half coming on a 70-yard play from Ernst to Morgan. And that's something, again, you can't take for granted because even with 20 seconds left, that's all you need really to sling one down there and have that big play. The Charger defense fired up, though. You can see them kind of hitting each other, knowing what is in what's at stake here in this next 20 seconds. That's all they have left. Can they have the endurance for 20 seconds? Senior day here in Frank Muddy Water Stadium. Just 20 seconds remaining in the final game of these Chargers seasons for the seniors. The final game of their career. 20 seconds left to play. The Panthers with the ball on the 32-yard line down 17-21. to 21, 20 seconds remaining. Two receivers right, two left. Pitts again in there to the left of Ertz. Three down linemen for the Chargers. Takes the snap. Ernst looking now throws over the middle of the field and tipped by both the receiver and the DB yet again. That is the second target on this dive drive to Tryson, Dryston, Crawley. Neither of them were caught. That one actually was catchable and right through his hands. Wide receiver DeAndre Clark kind of putting his hands on his head, jumping up and down in frustration or maybe just relief because that ball almost could have fallen into the hands of a Charger. 15 seconds now in a third and four, though down doesn't much matter at this point. Takes the snap, dropping back, looking. Now he's going to run it himself again, makes one man miss, and he is going to pick up the first down. You would think that here comes their second timeout. It does. <laughs> and slow to get up are a couple of these chargers. The last of them, Nate Chambers, though they look to be fine. Up at the 39-yard line, eight seconds remaining, and this may very well be, after this timeout, the final snap of the season it's almost like eight seconds really like that's not we can't just call it you know you get but yeah no i know that you can't just actually call it but you kind of look at the clock and groan like a lot can happen in eight seconds absolutely i think eight seconds was all it took for Ertz to hit morgan on that 70 yarder and eight seconds uh is plenty of time for of course a stop from the defense as well if you're quick you can maybe get, you know, a 10-yard out and then run one more play. They do, of course, ODU has one timeout remaining. No defender other than the three down linemen within 15 yards of the Panthers. And that's just what they do, a 10-yard out. And he is going to get out of bounds at the 45-yard line of the Chargers. That's a sigh. For <laughs> from me, sorry. I'm not supposed to breathe into the microphone, but I can't help but sigh with four seconds remaining. On the other side of that 50-yard line, the 46-yard line, everybody almost downfield. It's incredible. Now the 46-yard line is where the Panthers will have their technically a first down, 
though, just one snap remaining, four seconds left. They take their final time out to talk about this. At this point, I think we've seen Ernst's arm is capable of launching this sucker all the way to the end zone because of that little 10-yard out. I know. <laughs> and and a very stressful up here in the booth as <clears throat> we are waiting on four seconds that could end this season with a bang in a bowl game or with a loss and a below 500 record for the Chargers. I do wonder if there is a chance that the bowl game wouldn't happen. Like, is there other factors that would go into choosing who goes to the bowl game? Or is it an automatic, we win, we go to the bowl Technically, they have to get selected. It is a chance. Uh, but at, <laughs> if they win, the char- these Chargers will have second in the GMAC and just about a for-sure bid to a bowl game. From the gun, here's Ertz. Three receivers to his right, takes a snap, three down linemen, avoiding pressure, rolling right. Now he's going to launch. Long, looping pass, knocked around. The ball falls incomplete, a draw of breath, a sigh. And these Chargers have won the game, though Ernst is still down, took a huge hit as he unleashed that bomb. Sitting at the 46-yard line, the pass was tipped first by an ODU receiver, then by a Charger defender, and nearly into another ODU Panthers' hands. Instead, the ball falls incomplete. The game is over. 17-21, the final score. The Chargers up. But as Chargers and Panthers line up to handshake, Ernst is still down. He now finally gets onto his feet. He's got three trainers around him. Looks to be okay. Just got the wind knocked out of him real bad. He folded over into it is almost what it looked like. But uh, glad to see he's okay as the Chargers continue to celebrate on Senior Day, you know, gathering in high fives and hugs. And now they'll come together with the Panthers to pray after a well-battled game. Both teams sitting around that H at midfield, taking a knee, ready to pray. The season for both teams officially over, though the Chargers have a shot, a pretty good one that is, at a bowl game bid, 5-2, and two, their final in-conference record, ODU drops to 4-3 and three five in and GMAC two. play. And all of that, I mean, you th- think back to that homecoming game where both first and second string quarterbacks go down, and the Charger offense was led by the third string quarterback, Garrett Eisen, who I think proved he's, he's more than a third string quarterback to this Charger team. Absolutely, through three touchdowns, two of them coming in the fourth quarter, and never at a bigger time. <laughs> An incredible comeback win for the Chargers. The final one, all three to Maloney. The final one coming with 43 seconds remaining. To make the score 21-17, to that's where it sits right now as the Hillsdale Chargers grab their final win of the season on Senior Day over the ODU Panthers. This is Christian Pagdimit and Reagan Genschieski on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 saying goodbye. You've been listening to Hillsdale Charger Sports on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Now back to our regular programming already in progress.